The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This week is a bit of a different week for us but also very very cool. We've had loads of guests on um, and you'll hear them all throughout this episode so It won't be much of just me and Simon, we'll just be here for the intro and for the outro. So as always, I'm Adam and I'm here with Simon. How are you doing? Hello! Good day to you, sir. Good, good, good. Good day, good day. Um, Yeah, awesome. We've done, we've actually recorded all three of the, I don't want to say interviews, but that's what I'm going to keep saying. I'll keep coming back to it and saying interviews accidentally. So that is what I'm going to call them. Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah, we we've recorded all three of them now, and they are very very cool, aren't they? Definitely, yeah. interesting in three very different ways, uh, which is very good. So this is going to be a fun packed one because it is literally three different linear subjects <laughs> that go off onto very many other tangents. So yeah, this yeah. is a really really great episode. Yeah, so I, I don't know what order I'm going to be putting them in yet, but uh, we do we so but we do have uh, so we've had. Stu back uh, to talk about a sort of a recap of his experience of RIP. He came on, as a lot of you will know, beforehand to talk about RIP, but he'd never actually done it at that point. So, yeah, it's a bit of a recap how he found it. And that was really cool. That was really cool to hear his sort of experiences and and what he was expecting to what actually happened. We've also got Anti-Saint back on again. We've got, um, it was Matt and Andrew from Anti-Saint, uh, who we had on again previously to talk about download they, they they came on to talk about how it went for them um as sort of a, as band members so similar to Stu, but also like you said completely different yeah a good a good um look behind the curtain as you would say it's really nice to interview a band after playing download and before yeah so we can get their differences in like you said about the same thing about Stu and rop what they expected what they got and they do have some nice little you know things and insights into what it's like backstage at download so yes stick yeah. around for that definitely yeah and one thing i was actually really interested to hear about is was how it was different to american festivals and they said they didn't really have that many festivals over there they, they just have epic shows that go everywhere which i'm sure a lot of us will know by seeing the the lineups and the, and the, the tour announcements and thinking you bastards why aren't you coming to england <laughs> <laughs> yeah true yeah and our third guest is uh, a friend of mine um as you'll hear when when we start talking i've known her for over 20 years you know i've said on the on the podcast before i started going to local gigs because we had a pretty good music scene here well we, we always have done uh so i started going when i was about 15 and as far as i remember hannah was always there you know she was a couple of years younger than me so she was going from a much younger age than i was so yeah that was really cool to have her on we you know we, we haven't always been close friends for the whole time you know she's had her, her friends groups so i've had mine 
I've always, you know, I've always say hello when I see her. So it was really cool to have her come on and, and talk about Rock Retreat because they, they stayed over at uh, Melbourne Hall in Rock Retreat. So uh, <laughs> I do get it wrong many, many times. <laughs> you, he got it wrong on the Discord. Then he made all of us say it wrong. Then Stu wrote in with a question and he got it wrong. It's fantastic. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. stick around for that as well because it's a very good conversation. Yeah. Um, and a lot of fun was had. So yeah. Yeah, um, I I actually saw Hannah, uh, I think it was only about two days before download. I think it was a Monday before download in the supermarket. I was doing my shopping and I saw them buying bottles of water and I was like, ah, you must be doing your download shopping as well. (laughs) (laughs) And I did actually say to her then, like, I might invite you on and and have a chat about Rock Retreat and and what it's like because I I had seen her posting on on like the Facebook groups asking other people if they knew what was going to be happening. It seems like nobody knew what was going to be happening, not even download. No. But yeah, I I did think about, before I'd seen her there, like asking her in one of the questions she put on Facebook, like if she would come on. And I thought, nobody else knows that I know her. (laughs) So so, (laughs) so it'd just be a weirdo asking a random question about coming coming onto my podcast because you're talking about Rockwood Tree. (laughs) So I sort of held back on that. But yeah, luckily I did see her a couple of days beforehand. and, And she, so she probably sort of was taking things in um knowing that she was going to be talking about it as well which was quite cool yeah that's cool but yeah so that, that's what's coming a little bit later how have you been the last couple of weeks uh yeah good um not much has happened to be honest like well same as last time really still gearing up for bloodstock yeah and just waiting stuff out really yeah just waiting to the end of the year it's vicky's sister's wedding this weekend so another wedding. that'll be interesting. <laughs> another wedding to so the third one. Uh, but this is the one that I don't have to do anything for so I can get extremely twatted from the get go. So, yeah, can't wait <laughs> to do that, um, which would be great. Um, I Actually, I do have a very special announcement that I need to make. So some of you may be aware that I do make music. Um, I have been making music for a while now, just mainly instrumental electronic stuff. Um, as Mercury Knight, which is like my electronic version of myself, shall we say. But I have, I am releasing a new EP in September and I am re- releasing a single for that um, on August 25th. So it'll be out on all major platforms. And it does contain vocals, as does the whole EP. So um, yeah, if you're a fan of any type of sort of electronic music or anything 80s based, I think this might be up your street and I'll, you know, I'll promote it a little bit more and get you guys to try and interact with it. But I'm very excited. So the single's called Nine Lives and it's out on the 25th of August. And the EP will be out in September. I don't have a date for that yet, um, but the um, EP itself is called Entombed. So it's going to have four tracks on it. So yeah, looking forward to everyone checking that out and hearing it. Yeah, it's the first time I've put vocals over my electronic stuff normally i just do instrumentals and i thought i sung in bands before why don't i try putting some vocals over it and it worked really well so i was like from now on i'm just gonna do vocals over the stuff might do a couple of instrumental tracks here and there but for the most part i think i'm going to start to stick vocals over it so yeah i've gone proper 80s voice on this first single so i i'm excited for everyone to hear it but yeah awesome I'll, i'll let you guys uh know about that close to the time but yeah so a month away till it's released cool yeah looking forward to it yeah be good awesome. fun yeah. Uh, but apart from that yeah nothing 
nothing much mate what about you sir uh, me uh same the <laughs> same as you nothing too much um yeah nothing too much and well yeah we should probably um make our way into the interviews then because uh, some of them are quite long uh so so what what normally happens when we, when we do interviews we, uh, our guests don't always have a means of recording so simon would re- normally record the whole chat like his end and our our size of it as well so i can't I, I i normally do say i can't do a lot of editing for this if there might be a little coughs in the background which i'm sure is to be expected when when you have guests on i, I, I always like i've listened to podcast before where the sound's just awful because they got a guest on not that the sound's going to be awful but you you accept no, no. it you don't think badly um so yeah no. i'm sure it's acceptable um but yeah so it might sound a little bit different just just to be aware of but uh, shall we have ronnie bring our first guest in oh yeah oh, that's good where, where's ronnie been he's been away he's been on holiday for a bit i think isn't he, Has he? ronnie he's been off yeah. yeah uh we'll call him in hold on he's he's thanks out no 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 ronnie those are my crisps you know that's my thing come on Fuck off. all right just get off have them just do the intro <laughs> Okay, now we are joined by Stu. Stu, you've probably heard us talking about him many times before. Stu very kindly offered to come and help out with our Discord. Then we had him on the show for the RIP special. Uh, did we have you on before that? I can't remember. Uh, we'll we'll find out the, in a minute. the first time, yeah. That was the first time. Um, and then Stu went on to make his own YouTube channel um, and did a vlog about RIP itself as well, which I'm sure a lot of you probably have seen because it blew up. Um, so, Stu, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me uh, back on again. It's a pleasure to be back. I'm slowly just going to worm my way in a little bit more <laughs> until I officially consume Dear Download. Um, <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Um, no, thanks for having me back. But you know what? It's a pleasure, and I'm happy for that to happen, <laughs> if I'm honest. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool. You have really helped us out massively since you sort of joined the team. I guess we could we could say we have said that a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate it. You... Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it's been what it's been just a little over a month since download, hasn't it? And uh, you did say to me the blues are hitting a little bit at the moment. Yeah, and... so obviously it was such a good such a good time. Um, been able to watch everyone else's vlogs and kind of relive it as much as I can from other people's perspective uh, and then watching my own vlog in preparation for this episode with you guys tonight um, it's making me wish you know wish we could do it all again yeah uh, we've, we've still got to wait a, a <laughs> little while till we're back there so uh, but uh, we have obviously got bloodstock coming up so that hopefully fill a little bit of a gap anyway I I think it will I think uh, I think it'll fill a big gap I'm as you all know I'm not going this year, I'm afraid. Um, I really wish I was now. But yeah, so so we're going to talk about a little bit about RIP um, and how it was for you, because it was your first time doing RIP. Was it what you expected and all that um, in, in a little bit? But um, generally, how was download? For, I can't remember how many times you've been, down, been to download before, but how was it for you as a whole? Yeah, so I think uh, off the top of my head, I think this was my eighth 
Um, my first year being 2012, which was the 10 year anniversary. Um, but uh, in general, as a whole, the festival, yeah, it, it was brilliant. Um, the lineup seemed to be, you know, made for me, which uh, it hasn't yeah. happened since 2012. <laughs> um, so it was really good start to finish. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't fault it personally. I know there's been a lot of people complaining, uh, you know, moaning and, and this, that and the other. But for me, start to finish, it was brilliant. There was no faults. It wasn't oversold. Live Nation can't no. control the sun. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, you know, it was a sold out festival. It is what it is. It's it's what you've got to expect. But um yeah, can't fault it at all. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm thinking the same. It's pretty pretty one of my favourite years ever, mm, I would say. Definitely. definitely. It's way definitely way up there. Like mm, yeah. top top. And I think with five. the Yeah, like with the, the community that we do have now. Um obviously I went on my own for the first time ever. Um, but because we got this community, you never truly felt alone, if you know what I mean. Because we met, we obviously met up on the the Wednesday night. Everyone got to know everyone. Everyone could put a face to a a Discord name. So yeah, you spot each other mm. during yeah, the other days, and you know mm. you stand and have a chat for the, the next hour. You'd be like, oh, who? What band are you going to see now? You'd go and join them. Um, so no, again, you feel as though you're alone, but I don't think you're ever. Sounds cheesy as, but you're never truly alone <laughs> at download. No, yeah. I agree with you though. I think now that helped this year. We're meeting up with yeah. everyone, and then you'd see people again, and you'd mm-hmm. know who they were, say hello, or they would come up to you and say, "Oh, you're right," and you'd be like, "Yeah, man, sweet." So yeah, I think that yeah. really made a big difference, and why it's definitely one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. And it'll yeah. be repeated year after year. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think so. Um, well, yeah, I had it. I had it this year. I'm not sure if I said. On a previous episode, but when I went down to watch Anti Saint, I saw um, the first person I saw was Alexander, Alexander Toon. And we just sort of, we were both sort of walking and we joined up and we just started talking as if we were old friends, you know, like it wasn't a hi, how are you doing? It was just a general chat straight away. Like it was Natural. weird. Yeah. Straight but as also very cool. Years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but yeah, you said, um, so you said then that you went on your own. Uh, I have uh, obviously after seeing your your vlog, uh, you did actually make friends with the people around you, which I think most people will, won't they? Like you just you just get to know the people. How was it? How was it going on your own? Yeah, so I think within the time that it took me to get set up, um, I had a quick walk into the village to the co-op. I bumped, bumped into Sai and Ben and all you other guys. Um, in the time it took me to do that and then come back, probably within an hour. Um, the group next to me, I mean, I'm pretty outgoing anyway, so I'll, I'll talk to anyone. Um, ended up being taken in by these guys next to me. Um, lovely bunch, really are. And, but yeah, I, I think if you are on your own, you know, even just a hi, how you doing, it really does help. People will talk to you. If, I mean, some people didn't talk to me, but whatever, I'll try the next group <laughs> until someone <laughs> does actually want to talk to me. Yeah. Um, but you'll always find someone that will, uh, you know, take you in or, or whatever. See, I, I know a lot of people might have friends that are into the same kind of music as them, but you shouldn't let that stop you from going to, you know, something that you think you'll enjoy. Mm. You know, just go for it. It's uh, it's worth it in the end. I was surprised to see in your vlog that um, it was a really short walk to the village. I, I was under the impression that RIP was closer to the arena, which it is, but that meant it was a bit further away from the village. That's maybe why they had have their own 
sort of entertainment there. You got a bar there. You got the the quiz and everything. Um, but yeah, no, it was very very close, wasn't it? Yeah. So I, I thought the same looking at the map because um, my sister and brother in law actually went and camped in Eco, and we were obviously planning on meeting with each other. But then when I saw on the map how far uh, R.I.P. Sleepy Hollow was from uh, the village district X doghouse whatever i was thinking it's going to be a bit far for me to meet you guys you know have a skin full and then have to stumble all the way back to r.i.p <laughs> when yeah. in reality it wasn't far at all and yeah as you say from the vlog um remind myself i'm sure it was uh two minutes from r.i.p sleepy hollow to the co-op and then from the co-op it was literally 20 seconds so all in all about two and a half minutes mm. uh, to yeah. the village i don't um, think though that download map you were saying before it doesn't it doesn't do justice to any distance. So sometimes no. when you look at it, you're like, that looks really far away, but it's not. So yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, it's hard to solve that with a festival map, but yeah. That's it. Yeah. And vice versa. Sometimes you'll think, oh, that's right next to that. But then in reality, it's true. Yeah. But um, how close everything was together, um, it was definitely a big bonus uh, for RIP itself. I mean, guest area as well. That was within the walk, obviously, to the arena. Mm. Um, and whilst we're on the subject, walk to the arena, I think that was, again, two and a half minutes. So it's, you know, you don't have to worry about packing enough drinks for the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, go yeah. back. Like oh, yeah, mm -hmm. you go back and get drinks. Like yeah. you could at Sonosphere. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but no, it's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, awesome. What have I said to you um, about mentioning that festival? <laughs> it's a no-no word um, on this podcast. No. <laughs> Um, but yeah, oh, well, yeah, to, to get to the arena from RIP, you have to go to the guest area as well, which, um, which is really cool. Um, all right, we won't talk about Sonos, but we'll talk about the, the press pass again. and the guest area that Simon also couldn't go to. You said it again. <laughs> yeah, but I can get it. things like that in the future. Again. The word of which yeah. we cannot speak. I can no longer do that. <laughs> no, that's true. Hey, do you know what? Let's go on. Let's go off. Let's go off on this one. It's impossible. I was looking, looking at, looking at, um, previous... Uh, looking at the Sonosphere lineups recently with Kelly, I think the last year they actually had be before it was cancelled was Metallica and Iron Maiden, and I thought, no wonder why they run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Metallica and Iron Maiden in the same yeah. year. Yeah, I think it's because they were trying to compete so heavily with Download. They were trying to book. They were trying to outbook Download, and for a few years, if you look at their lineup, it's actually way better than the Download lineup. Yeah. So you're like, they were actually outbooking them for a couple of years. Um, yeah. But they just didn't have the stability to keep it going, which is a shame for the people that missed out on it. Because I kind of always wanted to go, but like once you, you you were done with download, I was like, what what money do I have left to go to another <laughs> like yes. giant festival? So yeah, yeah, sucks. Cool. But yeah, so I'm sorry. So back back to the the guest area. The guest area was massive, and it was always pretty much empty, wasn't it? It was definitely a nice yeah, place to go. That's to. what I was going to say to you. I was going to say when you were walking because you have to walk through the guest area right to get to the stages. No, it, it branches off. So you oh, go from off, ROP, okay. um, it kind of branches off to the arena, but within 15 metres, you're then in the guest area. Yeah, so it's, um, yeah. I just want to know how busy, necessarily. how busy it was. Like, did you walk in there and you were like, there's no one here? Or was it like sometimes you walk through, it was rammed, and other times it would be like no one there? So of the mornings, there was there was never more than, I'd say, 20, 25 people there. Um, okay. <laughs> if, if you think in the arena opens, at, I want to say it's 12 o'clock on the latter days yeah um so i'm sure I'm, i might be wrong but i think the guest area opens at um 
half past 11. So you've got half an hour to go into the guest area um, before you go into the arena. But mm-hmm. when we were getting there, we were getting there for half past 11. Yeah. And as I say, there was probably 20 people there at that point. And then the most people you'd see there was just before the headliners came on, um, where you're probably looking at, I don't know, a hundred, a couple hundred people. So it was mm-hmm. never truly rammed as you saw it in, in the arena itself. Yeah. yeah. No. And that, yeah. that really surprised me. It really did. How quiet it was in there. Like, yeah, if, if you needed a, a place to get away from like the busyness and, and just have a, few, a a bit of space to yourself, then you could go to the guest area. To be yeah. fair, though, I mean, probably if the weather was worse, you'd probably have more people there because they're closer mm-hmm. to their tents as well. Yes, so, true. Yeah, the weather the probably bars didn't covered help. by um covered by like a, a gazebo almost. Yeah. Um, so I, I was thinking the same. If if it were to be, you know, pissing it down, at least people have got somewhere to go. Yeah, yeah. So I think everyone was just out enjoying themselves in the sun. Yeah, exactly. This year, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably been busier when the weather's been worse, but it's been really good for the last few years. So it's probably been <laughs> yeah. no one in there. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, the bar. I think there was more drinks at the bar than there was. And was it was it a normal taps? Were they pouring them as you paid for them? I can't remember. No, no. So, so they still pour them drunk. by. <laughs> when we went, they still pour them by the by the dozen, and then they just go to the back and get you an already poured pint. Mm, uh, right. But I think there were more options in terms of like your like hard seltzers and cocktails and stuff like that, maybe. But yeah. um, no difference in price. All exactly the same prices. Still offered the Barclay card uh, discount, but um, you know, just a bit nicer, just a bit fancier. Mm. Yeah, and like you said, being un- under cover. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like carpets and everything. I think was there carpets? Settees. Yeah, yeah. Settees, carpets, yeah. settees, beanbags. It's, it, nice. it's just like another world. Obviously saying I've, I've done it down, this is the eighth download. Doing it general for so long and then coming and seeing this, you realise like how much you've been missing out on. How yeah. everyone else's experience is so different just beyond that line of just beyond the main stage. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely an experience. But at what cost? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, that's a quote uh, from something. I can't think of what it is now. Um, a big cost. You, a big yeah, cost. A big cost. You, you've already got your ticket for next year for next year. RAP, haven't you? Bought it early I have, access. Yeah, um, yeah early paid. Early bird, but I don't think early bird holds any meaning anymore now with adaptive pricing. No. Um, yeah. So obviously it was six hundred and fifteen pounds last year. Last year being this year. Sorry. Um, so you'd expect if you do early bird, you'd get it that long ago. I know, yeah. <laughs> so you think early bird, I'm going to get it for £650 this year. But if you're not on it within the first five minutes, you can guarantee you're not going to get it true early bird price. Mm, so yeah. it went from 615 to 650 to 675 which I got because I got FOMO and I thought if I don't buy it now, yeah. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to yeah. miss the guest area. I'm going to miss going for a nice poo in the middle of the day <laughs> in the guest area. Um, but then it went from 675 to 700 and I think it ended at 7, I want to say 715. And then wow. all, all the early birds sold out. So again, they've sold out so far. So Yeah. But I think I did see it went up to 755 after right. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was almost £150 more expensive just because... It was popular. Yeah. Like I said, the dynamic pricing. Yeah, that's so went, oh, rubbish. We can charge more for this, yeah. So rubbish. Which is obviously very wrong. Yeah. It makes you think, if that was the early bird price, again, mm-hmm. air quotation marks, 
what's the general sale price going to be? Is True. that thing going to be seven fifty five and then adaptive price, and I'll take it up to you know eight hundred and fifteen? Mm. We just don't know. Yeah, shit. That's true. Would though. you still pay eight hundred and fifteen? No, no. That that that'd be the the line drawn. It's I think. Much. I mean, I even considered it this year. In all honesty, I, I was considering just doing general camping and then potentially pay for um, camping plus because yeah, at least you're still getting your showers and like flushable toilets and whatever's. Um, but you know, obviously meeting more people there this year, I wouldn't have the worry of being on my own in general. Mm, if you yeah. know what I mean, so but. There are other options if you want some kind of RIP experience but don't want to pay that amount, you can go for the Camping Plus. And I'm sure in previous years you've been able to pay for guest area access as well, like an there's, upgrade. Yeah, there's all okay. sorts of, like, they do them yeah. now. Obviously, they didn't used to do loads of, like, tack-ons now that you can just get a normal ticket and tack loads of, like, yeah. you know, posh showers, toilets, yeah. uh, DLC. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> But then again, probably it, once you've um once you've done all that, you've probably paid as much as you would for the ROP ticket. But obviously, if you don't get in in time, you don't get one. So that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of again from my vlog earlier. I was looking, and you can buy your normal ticket, and then if you know somebody in ROP, you can pay as a guest to join them. Yes, but to yeah. join them for a day, it was fifty pounds a day, and then I believe there's a curfew, so you have to be turfed out. But then if you wanted an upgrade for the weekend. It was two hundred and twenty-five pounds. So obviously, you yeah. consider your normal tickets three hundred and fifty. You're paying an extra two hundred and twenty-five, but then you're yeah. going to be turfed out every night. Yeah. You might as well have just spent the little bit extra and you know stayed there, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I wonder but, how they keep track of who's in and where they are. Well, when I was talking hmm. to the girl on reception, she was saying because I asked, "How will I get my?" Because it was my sister and brother-in-law were going to get in. I says, "How will we actually get them?" from the arena because if you watch the video you've got quite a, i mean it's not a long walk but you've got to walk from the arena through the guest area gates then through all of metal meadow all the tps crew huts before you even get to sleepy hollow so i was questioning how do i get them from a to b without the wristbands mm. and she says oh i'd have Good to come question. with you and get them yeah so, someone's willing to walk all the way from sleepy hollow wow. to come and kind of chaperone those guys to join you so i'm guessing they've seen your face I don't know whether they'd come to your tent, maybe, to see where you are. Um, it's crazy. I, I've got no idea how they'd actually find you afterwards. But it's all right when they know them. hardly anybody's going to do it. But say you had 100 people every mm-hmm. day paying to go in, then they'd have a problem Yeah, yeah. trying to find people, I think. But uh, I did actually pick up on that, and I had a problem with that because I first heard about that on their website, or first read about it, and it said... Uh, it's £50 for the day, and you get the majority of your money back on mm. their official website. It wasn't just a rumour. Um, but then when you said you asked uh, at the actual festival, they said, oh, yeah, it's £50, but you get no money back. Yeah, mm. that's right. Which is Weird. ridiculous. Yeah. And it's it's just not worth it, is it? No. No. At all. I mean, if, if you were going to be charged £50 and you get £20 back or £30 back, you, you'd consider going and having a bit of a pamper, have a shower, go and sit yeah. in the bar. If it's raining, stay dry. But you're not paying fifty pounds for a shower and a posh poo at the end no. of the day, are you? No. So no, no, not at all. Which is probably why nobody did it. Yeah, um, and I mean, there was certain things, certain other things you would get, um, like you had, like I said earlier, you get. I think there was a quiz in there. You've got there's some bands on the Wednesday, I believe. Um, 
an yes. actual bar. There's an actual proper bar yeah. in there because it's a yeah. normal campsite during during the rest of the year, isn't it? That's I, it, I, yeah. I wasn't expecting to see actual buildings in a in your blog <laughs> when I was watching it. It's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a lovely um lovely pub. Actually, used for like people use it for a wedding venue. Um, yeah, and got big courtyard and yeah, it's it's all just really nice and you know somewhere a bit cleaner to go and you know relax or even on the um on the wednesday night thursday night next year because there won't be any bands on if you don't want to go and deal with the hustle and bustle in the village but you're still not ready to go to bed you've got this nice pub to go and sit in and they have karaoke and as you've mentioned a quiz so it's uh you know it gives people somewhere to go if they don't want to go and go crazy mm. yeah it's awesome it's great to have those little yeah. things and like you said seeing being in a real building <laughs> you're like yes this place has walls, <laughs> actual walls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it was a proper pub as well, wasn't it? But I think, did yeah. I, was it, did I see on your vlog that they basically sold out of like the, yeah. the normal beer or ciders or something within a couple of days? Yeah, so they have a, a, a section where they've got the casks of um, real ales and ciders. And apparently it's a yearly thing. They'll do it on the first day and then downloaders are such big drinkers that it, it sells out <laughs> within the first day so yeah apparently it happens every year so that they don't seem to be accommodating for it uh from experience but that was a nice touch as well that you got all your different aisles from different areas of mm. of the country where it'll say who it's brewed by and this that and the other so you can look for a local one for yourself and um, so now i thought that was a nice a nice touch yeah that's cool yeah uh, something awesome. i wanted to ask what did you get in the did you get a goodie bag we did. We did get a goodie bag. Yeah. What um, what, what was in it? This because it's different every year. Like every time, if you watch someone who's been to ROP, they get different stuff each time. So I was intrigued to see what you got. Yeah. So normally it's there's normally like one showstopper item, and then the other stuff's the same. Like your lanyard with um, band times. You get a booklet, um, like a you know just showing new tours coming throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, t-shirt, obviously. Uh, what else was there? A pin badge, um, but then the show-stopping item this year. I was really hoping it was going to be a backpack, but it was a garden gnome this year. <laughs> oh yeah, so, nice. I mean, it, it is awesome. It, it is really good. He's got pride of place at the top of the decking, but um, I was hoping for something a bit more. I don't know, productive, if you know what I mean. Fun- but, functional, uh, yeah. Functional. That's it. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, everyone got a garden gnome, which. I'm sure people were selling online for like 300 quid or something oh, afterwards. 100, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely so, were. There was a lot of that after, actually. People like marking stuff mm-hmm. up really badly and putting yeah. it online for some sucker to buy. It's a bit dread. Yeah. yeah. I think the the hoodie, with uh, the black and red hoodie, like a tie dye, mm-hmm. um, was nice going for a lot. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I did notice actually when we were there. There was a few people, like a group of three people, all wearing them in front of us, and and it, the the pattern was different on all of them. So yeah, it must have been a proper proper tie dye yeah. or something. I, I don't really know. Yeah, fabric. they look they look just... cool. I thought that um, I thought this is one of the best years of merch. I thought all the for you know a few years I go and I'm like, e, teachers aren't really that great, but I actually thought the merch was really really nice this year. I didn't yeah. buy any of it because I had no money, but <laughs> yeah. it looked really nice. <laughs> yeah. What's the RIP t shirt like? Is it Dees? Uh, I wish I had it to hand, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's okay. And obviously, there's just the print on the front. 
Um, I'd prefer if there was a smaller print on the front and then larger on the back, um, which they have done in previous years. But mm. uh, it was just a large print RIP with the dog on the front. Mm. Um, and that was it, really. But it, it would be nice to see if they could do some kind of design. Well, something I suggested was maybe give RIP an option. They can either have an RIP T-shirt or you can have a token to go and get a lineup T-shirt ah. as part of your ticket. Yeah, That's nice. what I'd prefer to see personally. That's a good idea. Because um, the RIP T-shirt itself, it's it's not something I'd wear outside of the house. It's just a chill T-shirt, really. Yeah. So yeah. It'd be nice if they did that, but that's obviously them throwing money down the pan, isn't it? So Yeah. <laughs> that won't happen. Yeah. No. <laughs> But, uh, no, but no, on, on merch, I'd say the quality was better this year than previous years anyway. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't buy any merch this year either. I haven't bought a t-shirt for a long time. Um, I'm the one who came prepared. Just going to say, yeah. I did notice you wearing the uh, <laughs> the one sort of paying homage to the very early ones with the, the down yeah, the dog, yeah. pink. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I love they incorporated and, uh, that for the 20 years, the original download dog, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there, there was another one that uh, that was similar to the that I got fucked at download one from two thousand and four. There was a, another one that said I got fucked at download, uh, but it was a little bit of a different different yeah. uh, style. Nice, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's so, good. Uh, yeah, so back to um, R.I.P. Was it as busy as you were expecting? Um, I think knowing it was a sellout, um, I knew there'd be not, no, there wouldn't be any spare pitches, um, but. It was never, never busy in the slightest. Yeah. Um, like, never had to queue for toilets, shower, uh, at the bar, in guest area. You were always able to walk straight up to the bar. You were never behind people. Um, so I think ROP's probably got it sussed in terms of how, how many facilities they've got on the go to accommodate the, you know, the, the amount, amount of people, people they've sold tickets yeah. for, um, which they may not do in the arena as such. But, uh, but no, I, I never felt as though it was busy. I remember as well, every time we saw you, we were like, you look so clean. <laughs> yeah. Like every time we saw him in it, it's like, he smells good. He looks really clean. It's like, we can tell you've been in RIP. Like the rest yeah. of us look like absolute shite. <laughs> you kept on bussing out, like looking like you've just like, literally just had a shower. For the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've just come for the day. I was like, bastard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you showed in your vlog that, uh, yeah, there was never any queues for the toilets or the showers. But uh, I was thinking, obviously, for anybody who's never actually been, you can't tell how big the space is from the map. And you can't really tell how many people they can fit in that space. That was was why I sort of wondered if it felt busy. Because it, it looks massive now. Mm. Um, the, the amount of space they've got for RIP, but they obviously need more space because people can park next to their their uh, tents as well. Yeah. But... um. But yeah, just the amount of um, the the already set up teepees or whatever. The, the is it Raider Rock as well? Um, yeah. so was, I think you showed almost all of the different areas in your vlog. And there was Probably just loads. Too, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it it is vast the area and the amount of uh, like teepees and crew huts and all the other options that they have. They obviously try and squeeze as many as they can into that area. Mm, yeah. So, to look from the outside, it obviously looks very busy, but um, in Sleepy Hollow, you, you had plenty of space. And it was nice because the way it was done, you were never next to someone's tent, if you see what I mean, because it's yeah. tent, car, tent, car. Oh, so, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? You never 
truly next to someone. So if someone's talking in the tent, it's got a bit of distance to travel, if you know what I mean. So I mean, I, I yeah. sleep with earplugs in anyway because being a light sleeper, but um, it was probably some of the best sleep I've ever had at download. <laughs> that's for sure. I bet. Yeah. Did you um did you miss carrying your stuff for forty minutes from the car to the tent? Hmm. I, th- I think the last year that I did download it, it was the worst one I've ever experienced. Um, I mean, I told the story last time I was here about um, buying a bag and every possible strap. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> so I've, I've been hurt in the past. Um, I wasn't ready to be hurt again. So. <laughs> but I, I was going to do a little snip on the vlog saying, oh, now I've got to do the walk from the car to the tent and be like, Okay, I'm here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get around. Just to year. rub it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like so, it. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things. I've never experienced the download. Like just mm-hmm. drive in and just be like, oh, I guess I just probably set up the tent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like amazing. Because normally, yeah. by the time you've done that, you're like, you're you're covered in sweat. You've been carrying everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get back, go back to the car to get more stuff. Then you've got to set up your like tent. Then when you do that, you sit down, you're knackered, you have a beer, then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go back to the car again. Like, it's a whole mm-hmm. it's a whole thing that takes up pr- pretty much two or three hours of your first day when you get there. So like eliminating yeah, well, that must be awesome. Yeah, I never thought I'd be uh, like twiddling my thumbs on the first day of download, but after getting there, setting up the tent, doing the walk to the village, um, and then coming back, I was like, what do I do now? So I ended <laughs> up sat there sewing patches onto the back of my jacket looking like some sadder <laughs> so you need yeah. to have some kind of plan as to what you're going to do because you know you're so used to spending hours setting up and multiple trips mm. you are kind of at a loose end unless you've got plans obviously yeah yeah i think i'd like that just get there and be like i'm nothing to do i think i might just sit Tick here back. for a little while like mm-hmm. yeah just have a couple of beers that sounds great yeah i, I think i would like that too but my bank balance wouldn't my bank account no, yeah. how expensive it is it's crazy yeah uh, like we said before we, we were going to do it we were planning to do it um but yeah with the dynamic pricing it's just ridiculous now although i also have said like if if 750 was the standard price it probably still would feel worth it it's because that price has come from nowhere he's like yeah. saying that yeah. extra it just it gives the <clears throat> um what's the right word can't think of the right word, but I'm sure you will know what I mean. Paying the extra money. Thing is, it'll, uh, it'll always sell out now. RRP. Yeah. yeah. Because people don't want to miss out. And as long as people pay that amount, they'll continue to charge that amount. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. And then obviously, with the payment plans available now in Klarna, um, that's probably why we're seeing it sell out so much. Yeah. Because I, I can't comment on previous years having not done it, but I'm not sure if RRP did sell out. Every year, if you were able to get tickets, yeah. I don't know, three weeks before download itself. Mm. But, um, now that you've got those different plans, I'm sure it will sell out most years now. Oh, I would have yeah. thought so. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, it feels like we're only just getting started, but I have to do something that I don't like doing and, and you won't hear me doing very often on the podcast. But I have to hurry this on a little bit because we've got other guests coming on. It feels horrible to have to stop here because we could probably talk for another hour um or more but um we're gonna have to start uh winding up here so um Stu, thank you for coming on again really appreciate it what do do you have like a favorite sort of highlight from the festival or favorite band i'd say the highlight was probably uh it was the sunday i wasn't expecting the sunday to be the best day um yeah 
Sunday is normally your wind down day, mm. but uh, this year it was it was absolutely stacked start to finish for me. Um, so I think it was Parkway Drive, um, crowd surfing at the end of Parkway Drive, straight mm. to the front, um, running off side stage, um, straight to Electric Callboy, and crowds were surrounding the tent. I've never seen the tent so busy. <laughs> and then actually getting to the front for Electric Callboy as well, um, which was mental. Uh, I'd, I'd say that was probably the highlight of those two bands back to back. Nice. Yeah, you sure. have got a little bit nice. in your blog mm-hmm. from Electric Callboy, haven't you? Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to give any shout outs or, or anything like that to anybody? Um, so, uh, or, any, or plug any little obviously plug your YouTube. Sorry. No, that's good. So obviously, um, appreciate everyone in the Discord. It's great to have a you know a little community everyone can talk to. Again, you might have people that live local to you, that like the same kind of music and whatever. So come and join us on the Discord. Come and have a chat. Um, like Adam said, you get to know people, and when you meet them at Download, it's like you've known them for years. So come along and join us there. And then obviously over on YouTube, appreciate all the um, you know positivity coming my way. Um, I'll keep trying to do what I do and try and keep it entertaining anyway. Um, you'll see me at Bloodstock along with Simon. Ben will be there as well. So triple vlog to that triple vlog triple vlog <laughs> man everyone's to gonna it. be sick because everyone's gonna be in everyone else's videos so people are gonna be literally <laughs> sick of us after these three vlogs come out <laughs> vlogception at bloodstock 100 no. um yeah no i'm not sure if i said it in in this or whether it was before but um yeah from your vlog um we have well i, I have personally seen uh, I'd probably say at least 10 people saying they bought an RIP ticket from the back of your vlog, um, from watching it and seeing how awesome yeah. it looked. I started watching it and I was just in awe. I was amazed. It just looked amazing. Like, oh, look, like these are the, the, t- the T-shirts, the, the toilets were free all the time. The showers were free all the time. It just looked amazing. And I think you did a really, really good job of doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, good it's, advert it's easy for to... it, definitely. Yeah. It's easy to Thank do you. something Thank like you. that badly. But when you do it well, people don't notice as as, as much. If that makes sense, if people. I, I, I don't. I don't bad. work for Live Nation. Just putting it out there, but uh, <laughs> not yet. Some free tickets. <laughs> not yet. He doesn't want to reimburse my ticket for next year. He's going to hand in his. Awesome. Um, he's going to hand in his resignation. He's like, guys, I'm so sorry. I've got to leave the team because I've been picked up by Live Nation. So <laughs> I'll see you later. I <laughs> see. I'll, I'll become the official download podcast. <laughs> And we'd be guests. Do you want anybody yeah, to we'll run your guests. Discord? Yeah. <laughs> <Swap> roles. <laughs> you, can, you can moderate. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, we yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call it there. I'm afraid, but Stu, we definitely will have you back. Um, pro- hopefully, not talking about ROP next time. Out just having a good old chat about all mm-hmm. kind of music, music stuff, anything that's anything that's going on at the time. We haven't got, we don't know yet, but we will definitely have you back on. Thank you for coming on. Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me again. Okay, and now we are joined by Matt and Andrew from Anti Saint once again. We we had them on uh, just before download. We um, spoke to them. Do you know what? My mind's gone blank now. I don't even remember what we talked about now because it's because we're recording. We're in the moment, and now my mind is just gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hello, hello, you guys. How are you? Good man. How are you? Doing good. Yeah, very good. Um, so it's been it's been just over a month since download. It feel it feels two things. It feels like a long time ago, 
but it also feels like it was only a few days ago. You know, it's weird how that works sometimes. But um, how have you been since since download and since you left the UK? Um, well, finally uh, feeling a lot better because we definitely brought back the download lung with us for uh, <laughs> dust load. <laughs> I like yeah. the dust load name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, been been good though. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've seen you've had some shows over there. You've also um, we we touched touched on that a little bit before recording. I thought it was um, Ivan Moody was opening a a restaurant and you played it, but you you said he was actually opening a a gas station and you sort of played the opening kind of ceremony. I, is that is that what they called it? I don't know. What do you call it? Yeah, it was the ribbon cutting. To ribbon the cutting. So yeah, they had like the big scissors, and <laughs> the, the ribbon and all that. It was cool. He gave a speech and. Uh, real, real nice guy. I talked to him a couple times that day. Uh, yeah, and he just wanted it to be like a community event because he moved up uh, like two years ago, and he didn't want to be seen as this guy who's coming into town and just buying up all the things and then. Yeah. Okay. Care. Yeah. So it was more of a like a just a community block party celebration thing. Plus, they're about to play um, Cheyenne Frontier Days, which is a massive rodeo. Um, that happened okay. here in the city of Cheyenne. And so it was just, you know, just a big celebration like that. Nice, yeah. Awesome. Nice. Oh, well, actually, you just made me think how very rude of me. Uh, just in case anybody didn't already know um, or didn't listen to the episode before, uh, you guys opened up the Dog Tooth stage on the Saturday. Uh, you played at 12.30. Um, we didn't actually know what time you were playing and you couldn't tell us you knew what time but you couldn't tell us when we when we spoke to you last time yeah it's um, such a secret last time yeah and uh but yeah you're so you're from wyoming i've found out yeah since in cheyenne is the capital city yep yeah, the capital, yeah. yeah. Wyoming, it's like one of the smallest, good. It's like one of the smallest capitals in the u.s okay um but yeah so so anti-saint you actually came over here from america you i think you said you're here for about 10 days with your own money you paid for it with your own money to come over just to play download um and then go again i mean you obviously did a few other things while you were here but um such a cool story anyway in, in general i think that was so cool um but how was download for you how was it it was special man you know like um i i, I couldn't believe it i looked up after i think the second or third song and the tent was packed and overspill outside like we i think we were told like an additional three thousand people or so were were around the tent so it was yeah. like a total of nine thousand people mm-hmm. and that that just blew my mind for like 12 30 day three of the festival you know people people are hung over their bodies are starting to ache <laughs> from from bring me the horizon the previous night and metallica you know so like i was just blown away um could could not be a better experience well it could be a better experience sound wise we'll, we'll get to that later but, <laughs> okay uh, i told yeah, you guys that though. Whole... i said as soon as you lot start playing people will just hear sounds and they will just gravitate towards it like that just happens with those stages at download so i'm glad that you had because yeah. actually i look back and i was like me and adam looked at each other and we went there's a lot of people here dude like it's <laughs> so early but there are so many people we were so happy that um and did you did you guys see the cluster of pink anti-saint t-shirts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. That was that was the best thing too. I was like, man, I'm so glad we went with that bread obnoxious pink because you just see clusters of them and you know, all the, there's like two people over on that side that have it and it's so easy to spot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it yeah, it was great seeing y'all up front. 
should have come to my side, though. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we were that side because that was closer to the bar. To be fair, that, that, fair. <laughs> me anyway, I was. Uh, so the other side had like the merch line. You don't want to deal with that, you know. <laughs> we already had our t-shirts. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I was, I was quite, quite drunk as we've discussed on the podcast for your, uh, your set. Yeah. Um, Dude, but it was amazing. We have that photo, you know, that um, our, our drummer's sister Kirsten took that big photo of, of us in front of the crowd at the end of the set, and your face, Adam. Is the best. <laughs> just, I can tell you're just shit faced. <laughs> you're having the best time. You're having the best time in that photo. <laughs> I was. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. After, after. I mean, we we really enjoyed what you did. So we spoke about how much we enjoyed it. And then you guys said, "Well, we'll, we'll come on the show because we said uh, we said we wanted you to come on the show if you reached out." And then you came on, and then we came to see you at Download. It was just the whole. The whole line of events, it was just amazing. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to be pretty buzzing for it, but I was a bit too buzzing, I think. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen it. you with that much energy ever. Like, literally, <laughs> you were, like, buzzing. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so you, you had, obviously, playing first thing on a Saturday morning. It wasn't the longest set. I think you played about seven songs. Is that right? Uh, six songs, because we had six a 25-minute, and, you know, we played a click track and all that, so... We literally had it mapped out to, I think, our set when we started was 24 minutes and 40 seconds. So we <laughs> nice. had, like, no yeah. room for error at all. That's, yeah, why, none. that's why we start to play up while Matthew's talking. Like, oh, no, shut up. He's, he's talking now. We got to go. Otherwise, we're going to get muted. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you, I think we, we both also said that we really enjoyed the song ID. Um, but I was surprised to hear you played your newest song, Paradise Last, wasn't it? If I oh yeah, I mean that was the yeah, plan. That was cool. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to end it with um Paradise just because it's you know, it's a new song, but also it kind of has that earworm that people get stuck. So you, you want them yeah. singing that song right after the set, you know, let it let it just mm. marinate in their mind for a bit. And, uh, nice. That that's the general feedback that we got was that you know they were singing that song in the middle of the day. So I mean I love that, you know, mm. it means it's working. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was it was really good. Um from what I remember the little bits. Um <laughs> I was stone sober, so I remember it all, don't worry. I remember it for you, dude. Like <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Um I do want to touch on the festival as a whole as well. Um and how it sort of compares to American festivals, what you were used to, um, what you were expecting. Uh but Let's hear a little bit more about your time over here, because you've already told me you really enjoyed Scrumpy Jack, um, which was cool. Oh, I think, yeah, uh, being from uh, from Somerset, which is the southwest, and we have that that kind of cider here a lot. Um, but yeah, it's just so interesting to hear as well your experiences from from the UK in general as well. So um, anything you want to touch upon from your stay or from from your I don't know what to call it your trip over here in general. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, we ended up we were in a an Airbnb in Castle Donington um, for that time, which was really nice. Like, um, you know, Andreas and I every morning we would go walk to like the post office or the co op, get some Scrumpy Jacks for the day. Um, yeah, to have it. <laughs> um, and like I don't know, man, it was it was just such a cool area. It was very different from anywhere that I've experienced in America. So we spent a lot of time just walking around, kind of taking it all in, going to pubs. Um, going to this place called the Nags Head um, up there, which fucking great. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
Although oh, we, yeah. we made the mistake, yeah, I, I, I mm-hmm. didn't know I didn't know about Sunday roast as a thing, and so we, like we went on Sunday before we we went to the arena, and all they had was Sunday roast. So we're like, okay, let's do it. And we just had this massive, like you know, it, to me it compared to like a Thanksgiving feast kind of thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we all ate it, and we were fucking miserable the whole day. We we're like, why did we do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we had to go watch Slipknot, and we're all just like. Oh man, I I was I was nice and relaxed during Slipknot because I was in the guest area in the Universal tent, just like on this little sofa thing, just like you know, just telling somebody walk by, like, well, that's one way to watch Slipknot. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, having a Sunday roast. I've done the whole, you know, I've done the whole Slipknot thing before, where I'm like in the in the pit and whatnot. It's fun. I did at Red Rocks, um, but Mm. yeah. That, that that was a different, <laughs> different I'm surprised experience. you guys yeah. could even move after a Sunday roast. Like I have to lie <laughs> down after one because like I can't physically do anything. <laughs> uh, dude, it, it was miserable. It was miserable. Like we got there. I think we got there. We got into the guest area. Um we were, yeah, we were just hanging out in the tent and I think Andreas just fell asleep for like an hour. <laughs> I was like sort of conscious. I was like, I'm gonna walk around a little bit at least and try and do something. <laughs> Man, it was great. uh su- sunday was a- sunday was a little slow for us <laughs> nice i haven't noticed it was for ages i kind of want one now <laughs> um but yeah I, I, th- I think there's a there's a fine line with a sunday roast you either eat too much and you blow it for the rest of the day or if you have just underneath that line because it's all vegetables you seem it seems to digest it really quickly and you're hungry after another two hours um oh it, it was know. mostly meat on my plate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome um well, let's get uh, to the festival then. Um, so generally, yeah. I mean, you, you said that uh, you were looking forward to coming over because it was the legendary Castle Donington. Um, were, were there anything, was there anything that you were sort of expecting that was different or um, something that you wasn't expecting that was um, that surprised you a little bit? Um, there wasn't really anything that like, no, let, let me say this. I, I went in with zero expectations because... I had never been to a, an outdoor festival like this before. Um, in the States, we had been to like the traveling festivals that kind of just take up one day. Um, okay. So I, yeah. I'd never experienced the multi-day outdoor thing. So I went in with zero expectations. Um, and I was honestly, I was pleasantly surprised with how easy it was to move around with so many people there, like getting stage to stage. I didn't really ever feel like I had to fight through a crowd um, yeah. to get anywhere or back to the guest area. The guest area was a, a blessing, um, and Simon, you've definitely missed out on it. Yeah, I know, dude. All, no. all the best food trucks were in the, were in the guest area. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, you know, we would go there to, like, kind of get away from people or get away from the, the mass of people because there's still a bunch of people back there. But, um, no, it was good, though. It was really good. Um, the, the actual show day for us went a little differently than I had expected, um, just in terms of, like, some communication. But... Other than that, it, I mean, it kind of went exactly how I thought it would, in a way. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I want to kind of hear how it would compare. Well, you said you've not been to an American one. I wanted to know how it would compare to an American one, but without without knowing what they're like, I don't know the questions to, specifically to ask. That's why yeah. that was maybe a little bit too broad uh, of a question. Well, I mean, like, they, you know, there are a couple, like, weekend festivals like rocklahoma and uh what's the one in florida that just happened in her oh there's like louder than life and you know yeah aftershock 
things like that. Yeah, but they they never take place where like it's close or convenient for us. Mm. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, because yeah. you know, man, the U.S. is massive. Good. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, so like, but you know, we we played with bands who have played those kind of things, and you know, it, it doesn't get to the hundred thousand person range. I think like okay. Like max, it'll go like sixty thousand ish, which is yeah. about like a football stadium. So I mean, it's it's still a hell of an event, but nothing compared to the European stuff. Yeah. Did you, did you guys like? Because like just... every year, what we do is when you stand and there's a headline at the front, and you look backwards, and all you can see is people. And even being to the festival fourteen times, every time that blows my mind because I'm like. I yeah. can't see the end of people. Like this is insane. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty nuts because you know we dropped off our merch a couple of days before the festival began, and when we did that, you know it was just the empty field and they were setting up Metallica's towers and all that stuff. So it's hard to imagine what that looks like with a hundred thousand people. So then when I entered the arena on a Thursday afternoon, I was like, "Holy shit, man! This is <laughs> incredible." Uh, um, so yeah, it it was um it's it's definitely the largest crowd I've been in. You know, like night one we watched Metallica in the sea of people. Mm-hmm. Um like we were just to the we, right. We were just behind you, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think in your yeah. video you you were next to that Ukrainian flag that was up and we were right behind you. Ah, okay. So we were we were about the same spot as you and nice. That was a good space was actually. Because we would look back and it sea of people and there's no yeah, end. Yeah, still know. a sea of people. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so that that was that was really cool i've done it now i don't want to do it again like like from a performance <laughs> you know perspective like if i have to play the festival i'm gonna do it different this time <laughs> because uh man i i had just gotten over like all that crap in my lungs like a week and a half ago yeah just right yeah. before ivan's uh block <laughs> party but i mean honestly like um you know, you guys weren't lying when download is such a legendary event. Like when I when I talked to Ivan first, you know, introduced him or introduced myself to him, the first thing he goes is was download fucking nuts or what? <laughs> you know, so like everybody so like all the guys who play download, all the bands, they have that one circled for sure. Cause they know like it's just it it's not there's nothing equivalent in America. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of bands, especially American bands, obviously, because it's come from such a historical place. Like you said, it must be one of the ones on there. Like Corey Taylor from Slipknot always says, like, we play festivals over over the world, but nothing compares to download. Like, it's download. So a lot of people will probably feel like that as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, like the the grounds felt different. Um, even from when we were dropping off the merch a couple of days before. Like, I don't know, it just seemed... It seemed like some cool shit was about to happen there, and it did. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I was not disappointed at all. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I, I think that might be a little bit surprising to hear for some people because we always see all the amazing tours that America has, uh, which we don't get hardly any of. So <laughs> right. I maybe you would just sort of assume that you guys have much bigger and better festivals as well. Um, I think it's not... well. I mean, it's different though because because like a lot of big bands are from America and domestic here. They go out and they do like all the hockey arenas and all the football stadiums and whatnot. And it's they're just constantly here. You know, like every yeah. week somebody else is here. Like so, like when you have um, like over in the UK when there's only 
so many cities and whatnot, I, I could see why festivals make more sense than than doing yeah, all the, true. That's the true. way it, it's out here. But it, it's funny because Bring Me the Horizon right now, they're opening up for Fallout Boy, right, Andrew? Yeah. In the U.S. And their stage hey. is so small compared to what it was at download. Like it, huh. it blew my mind on how how they go from this massive, you know, headlining the main stage. Yeah. Just monstrosity. I mean, I didn't get to see it in person because I was at the Airbnb, but I saw a ton of photos and videos of it. it looked incredible. To like, they have this. It, it was like, scaled down like. <laughs> Yeah, amphitheater yeah, setup. It's, it's funny. Yeah, they're they're literally on like one small riser that's got the drummer <laughs> on stage left and the you know the auxiliary keyboard and drums over on that stage right. Their cymbal hanging up and that's it. Like nothing. <laughs> that's crazy. It's fucking crazy. It must be weird for them. Like they just yeah. right. download and they got all this pyro and like crazy yeah. shit and then they go and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Gonna be really close but I mean, to each like, other. That's kind of how it is for those European bands when they come over here. Like In Flames was the same way. Like In Flames is massive over in Europe. Um, you know they've headlined like Bakken and, and Hellfest and yeah. I'd imagine they have done some. Well, they're sub um, tier they're slots sub for they're sub headlining for Killswitch at uh, Bloodstock this year as well. So yeah. yeah, so they come over to America and they're on like the side stage. Of the the festival, like when I saw like them the first middle time, of the it, day. Yeah, 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 middle of the day. Like, <laughs> when I saw them the first time, it was at Mayhem Fest, which was Rockstar Energy's um, festival. Which it was like a one, it might have been a two day thing at, at some point, but you know, it, it just went from city to city. Um, and they were like two o'clock in the afternoon on the second like side stage. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though isn't it how one they can be so huge in one place it's like yeah. that for american bands you know i've seen like you get bands like three days grace that play absolutely giant places o- over there and they come over here and they play the tiniest little show in right. bristol in a city that like you know hasn't even got like a huge population so that must be weird for them as well coming over and being like oh i guess this tiny little place is what we're playing <laughs> That might be fun yeah. though, because you know over here I know they like they have a tour with Chevelle coming up and they're playing at this place called the Fillmore in Denver which is like three three five hundred cap venue but it's still massive and proper and you know there's like a big barricade before the crowd and stuff and like I would imagine if they have to play like the intimate shows that that might feel a little more punk rock and fun like that yeah true. You know they're they're used to the hockey arenas and the big venues and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Get back yeah. to the roots a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but great yeah, the, for us because we get to see all these amazing bands at these tiny little venues, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've spoken about it the opposite way as well, though, with um with Bush because they they are English. They're yeah. massive in America, but they're not very big over here at all. Nope. which is strange. Um, yeah. so yeah, like you said, it's, that's it's very strange. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's because over here, no one, no one wanted to play them on the radio. Because I, I listened to an interview with Gavin Rostow, and he was like, the American stations were like, yeah, this is great. We'll play it. So a British band ended up being bigger in the States than actually in their own country, which is so weird. Yeah. Well, right now we're bigger in England than we are. <laughs> there you go. I mean, hey, we're, we're moving in the right direction. But yes, um, you know, the, the UK really boosted what we're capable of doing now just because of download like yeah. it's that big big thing on the resume that that adds legitimacy to our 
to our claims. So mm, definitely, yeah, I definitely. guess anywhere you start, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it anywhere I can get it. Mm. It must be a lot to that kind of thing at the moment because I've noticed with with things like Spotify, uh, if I if I look for you, um, and it will say other other bands that people listen to are all the bands that played at download. So they're sort of you're grouped in with those as well because you were in a lot of different playlists and everything. Um, and I wonder, I don't know if you might be at that stage, but well, or bigger bands sort of have someone in charge of that, trying to trying to keep that exactly how the band want to be how the image that they want to uh to portray i guess it, it probably yeah i, I, I think of... that's more of the algorithm just like yeah. the same people listening mm. to the download playlists that we've been added to and all that stuff yeah so, like that's how that because at least like as far as i know the tools that are available to us on spotify we don't have any control of like putting suggested bands that were nah fit with or anything because you just suggest everyone huge like yeah. all of that <laughs> yeah, massive yeah. bands yeah sweet yeah. <laughs> but i mean what's cool is okay so the the event that we just did in cheyenne there was a couple thousand people i think and they were all five finger mm -hmm. death punch fans because it's ivan moody mm -hmm. so right. we were we had the opportunity to play in front of five finger death punch fans and they loved it. You know, they loved Anti-Saint. Like, I talked to many fans. They were like, look, we've heard your name thrown around town before just because radio station and, you know, big announcements like Download, things like that, the Drownful Tour. But they didn't realize how similar we were in that um, genre and, and stuff. So it was cool. So I, I do feel like if we were to get in the same fan base of those bands like Five Fingers, Slipknot, all those guys mm. that we would do very well. Yeah. Yeah. You need to leech onto that. That's what bands do. That's why bands take other bands on tour because basically what you're doing is stealing their fans, which is what you actually need to do. Is you need to literally <laughs> yeah. steal their fans. That's essentially, yes. Yeah. That's, that's well, I'm not, what I'm you're not doing, trying yeah. to. To, I'm not trying to tell people, hey, ditch, ditch these guys for us. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's about connecting with, with people. Like, people use metal music to get through tough times and, and things like that. So I, I think that's where we're orienting ourselves towards. Because this, this album that we're working on, you know, Paradise is just one small piece of it. But mm. it's more oriented towards those tougher times that we had, like, during the pandemic. and and things like that and and just talking to people on this past event that that's what they related to the most with like five fingers lyrical content and things like that so i, th I think that's the direction that's we're pursuing yeah awesome I, I i never knew how big a deal it is to play with other people maybe not to necessarily steal their fans but but to to be noticed by a lot of other people or by other people's fans before we started doing this podcast simon's taught me so much about um also about sort of playing the game as it were sort of on on the on social media and everything so much that i didn't know and it's crazy like you do have to try and get on the tour on tours with big people um as much as you can like yeah i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> i just no, no, not I mean, know uh, how big a yeah, thing it was it's a common like problem where people don't People don't realize, like, if a band is good or not, like, to their eyes, they had to have done something like what we did, like, download or be on a support slot on a big name like Five Finger Death Punch or something like that. You know, like, a lot of people don't take the time to check out 
an unknown band. It's unfortunate, mm -hmm. but it just is how it is. So like the fans that we are getting now, they are like the true fans, like in my eyes, that I will always like remember and always be grateful for them because they're there before like the mass amount of people, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it's just one of those things that you just constantly have to uh, grind for. Yeah, but you say yeah. play the game as well because we always talk about how important social like over here in england some of the best bands don't get a look in but some of the bands that you know personally are not great <laughs> are so much bigger because their marketing their social media right. and everything is so much better so they get more recognition so it's like you know you've got to be a brand and a band because you've got to sell yourself it's so weird yep. like how that's all changed from like if you were a band if Dude, this was the I... 90s well, one, we wouldn't be having this conversation, but two, right. you'd be doing things really differently to the way that we do it now. So it's just that sort yeah. of stuff's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bands well, are, um, bands right, are merch companies with music at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, we really which are. Is cool. like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is a good, a good, good uh, point. Yeah. While we're on this, have you done uh, many other sort of interviews? I know I've seen on your social media, you've done maybe an, a radio interview. And obviously you've done the thing with Ivan, Ivan Moody. Um, any other things you've done sort of to try and push yourself since download? What Tell us about yeah. how that goes and what you've done. Yeah, it's been great. Um, we just did a uh, interview yesterday with the guys at Full Pelt, um, UK-based publication there. They, they saw the set as well and did a review and um, they like highlight new music. So we submitted Paradise to them and uh, got behind. I think it was, it was Paul, right, Andrew? We had a conversation yeah. from paul yeah yep. um so like that um we've been like the city of cheyenne there's been a bunch of um little publications that have been uh getting behind us like uh one called why original um so we we talked about like all things just kind of how the band came about and just like the grind of like look it took us 10 years to get to these opportunities so like you know it, ta it takes time to build these things up and um yeah i think there's a couple more things on the horizon but um people are definitely excited that something like this happened where an unknown unsigned band got an opportunity like that mm -hmm. and you know like the festival uh the festival took notice of it they they were actually surprised on how many people were in our the tent at that time <laughs> so it's very good yeah. good stuff to good. uh to write on there have you spoken to to them to to the, the download team very much since the festival or since your set at least or was it just the people on on the sort of stage where you were that were saying that we have much are you allowed to say um <laughs> uh, yeah no I, we heard these things through um this our drummer's dad um has friends that are involved in the planning of download so okay. he's been the one that's been passing us the info like you know so and so said, "This is awesome. They haven't seen this kind of crowd in, you know, yeah. a while. This early for you know, first band of the day on the on the fourth stage." So, nice. Um, yeah, we're definitely definitely on their radar, and hopefully, we get invited back next year, <laughs> if nice. not the year after. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how they feel about having bands go year after year, but oh, some bands play. I want to get back as soon as I can. Yeah, some bands literally play one year, then they play the next year. So. Especially yeah. on the smaller stages, they some bands do come back like repeatedly. So yeah. it all depends especially... on what we do this next calendar year. You know, like yeah, from from now on, 
to June, like mm. we could have some huge opportunities. We could, you know, we could become really relevant and get a higher slot or, you know, so there's, there's no telling what might happen between now and the next download. Mm. Um, so that's, that's exciting and nerve wracking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, well, I did actually see you, I, I think it was an interview. I definitely saw you getting, uh, your photo taken back in the, uh, in the get in the sort of press area. Um, I don't know if you noticed me and Stu were just sat there drinking. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that was cool. Like they had, um, a couple of magazines out there. We did, um, some quick interviews and then there was a, uh, sit down, like, I think it was like 20 minutes or so where we were talking to, um, I Heart radio guy out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, people are watching us. People are they're sitting back, seeing what we do next. And I, I think we're kind of at that point of we're, you know, a couple more big things that we do. These people are going to get behind us and, and start start spreading the word of anti-saint because mm, nobody yeah. wants to like, like you kind of have to do all the work for them right now. <laughs> like that's just kind of how it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they want uh, the winning horse every time, you know. <laughs> yeah, they go. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know sense. what I can do. I can take um take credit for all the hard work that these guys have been doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, but do you have any highlights from the festival? Then, what were your favorite parts of download? Could could be the bands, could Ooh. be anything. I probably should have prompted you with this one before coming on because that's a hard no, this, this is good question. this is good um i think man overall um ginger and ghost were my two favorites um and and i agree with you that ghost should have been on the main stage as a headliner potentially if not mm. the direct support on the main stage because yeah definitely i mean I, I knew what it was gonna be i follow ghost a lot i look up their videos i know what it is and it's incredible like tobias had a great day um vocally sounded excellent the band was killer um they could have just used that massive pa that the main stage has because i'm like man this uh, this should be a little bit louder and yeah more punching me in the gut but um <laughs> ginger was ginger was incredible that's the first time i'd seen them live um and we were fairly close up um we were probably about the same spot when we saw metallica that first night and and that, that was probably like the tightest set i've ever heard from a band like just nice fucking great the whole time yeah i mean i i heard them like um on the hill on the merch line i just decided to get in the four hour merch line to get the <laughs> all the swag <laughs> uh, but uh from what i could hear like they sound incredible and i i was able to um catch them live a couple weeks ago when they were in denver opening up for disturbed and uh yeah ginger can throw down that her vocals are just incredible uh, it, it's really great to see that kind of dedication into the craft and, and be able to be showcased on the main stage uh, like that. Awesome. Yeah, I think I I met up with you in the guest area just before Ginger came on. I was uh, talking to you two only for like a couple of minutes and then you were like, oh, 
Ginger playing. See you later. <laughs> so, it wasn't quite as blunt as that, but yeah, we got to go. Now that makes sense. Wow, Andrew. You're, wow. You're, you're yeah. looking forward yeah, to yeah, no, that no. much. Yeah, we were not that abrupt. <laughs> no, no, it was. It wasn't as blunt as that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was cool to even see you. I think I was on the sort of on the phone or tried looking for you for yeah. ages before that. Anyway, so it could have been quicker if I'd yeah. actually got my ass in gear. Um, I think I was quite <laughs> drunk when I saw you um so yeah i possibly my fault um yeah that was cool um you know what else Sorry, man, um because i've been itching to just get into it so we might as well get into it and talk about metallica okay i have thoughts oh, okay okay <laughs> uh, i like I'm this gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this with i'm gonna preface this with i am one of the like i fucking love metallica they are one of my favorite bands of all time i will die on that hill Fuck yes, Metallica. And I'd seen them twice before this. And the two times before, they were sloppier than they were at Download. But Download, they sounded terrible, like mix-wise. And I was very surprised and disappointed about that. And I don't know what the what was going on with it. Because like I told you guys in the last episode, you know, I'm I'm an audio engineer. I do front of house for drowning pool. And like I just mm. I get maybe like missing what Mike James is at to turn it on because you don't want to have all those mics on live. So whatever, that's fine. But dude, okay, when you were talking about one, seeing it in person versus the video that they put up, I'm going to defend Lars and his double kicking just because two, okay, two things on this. One, at the beginning of the song, you know, they, they had those two other drum kits that were on the, the snake pit. Yeah. And halfway through the intro, his his drum kit was still muted. You know, it like just suddenly came on. And where I was at that second night, I had thought maybe he just fucking forgot to come in or something or was like taking a piss and, you know, forgot the, the video came and oh, shit, yeah, coming yeah, in late. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, guys, yeah. Over. But then but then I saw like some band footage and he was there and he was playing it. He's doing the intro and there's nothing for a while. And I was like, what the hell? So I don't understand how you have a, a whole drum kit that's muted for half the song or for half an intro of a song. And then to the point of the weird double kick uh, during, you know, basically before we get into the end of one, mm -hmm. I got a couple thoughts of what it could have been. Either there was something up with the mic or the trigger for it, or they had to ride the gates up that much more because the kit was in front of the PA. Which and it was taken out. Either way. Yeah. Either way, because, I mean, listen, I, I heard it live, man. We all at the end of the song, we were like, man, what the, the hell was that? fuck was like, that? Yeah. I was bad. You know, it, it, was, it was weird. It was super fucking weird. It, yeah. the, the whole just the drum kit being muted threw me off. But I, I have to think it was still that because it's it's not that hard of a part, man. It's really not. I can, you can just flail your legs a little bit and you get pretty close to it. And yeah, the the live footage that that people put up, not the not the Metallica one that was you know mixed. There were some weird kick patterns. I was like, I, I, Lars isn't that good to play that like wrong. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I bought and I bought the I bought the two night I bought the two night CD thing and I got it in like just, just a couple days ago and I listened to all of it and and I've done that with the other shows too that I've been to and man there's there's parts in both download sets it's sloppy as hell mm. and and it's and there's mistakes and there's guitars completely out of tune so if they didn't care about those things I don't think that they would have maybe some minor adjustment on the kicks but he definitely got those sex tablets in i'm gonna 
die on that fucking hill too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there, there was stuff off, like we said before, like, we, I, we couldn't barely hear Kurt's guitar solos that first night. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Or what I think I they'd know. done is they'd mixed him into the left-hand speakers and not the right-hand speakers. Because when I was standing on That's the right-hand side of the stage the, the last night, I could hear his solos perfectly. So, yeah, someone was having a bad fucking time on the mixing <laughs> desk. From Dude, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, that was so like, weird. They've, they've been using the same engineer for fucking ever. Um, and, and he's great. Uh, I just don't know what was up with this one, man. And like, even the, okay, even the Kirk solos, like the first night, it was definitely way worse the first night in terms of not being able to hear him. But there would also be times where I was like, it's loud as fucking day right now. So yeah, yeah. It, there's a weird inconsistency. And, you know, and they're on Axe effects. They're not, so it's not like you have, you know, that somebody fucking accidentally kicked the mic off the cab or whatever. They're, they're getting direct. Yeah, it's on direct. It yeah. So, I don't know, bro. Don't <laughs> Confusing I, I mixing engineers more, with like this shit. Less, less on the yeah. band, less on the band for that, more on. Okay. Yeah. 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 Andrew could go on the entire episode on this whole thing. Like, <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I thought some, some of the performances, some, I think some are really good. Obviously, the sound overall wasn't great, but some are really good. And then for some songs, they were su- like Master of Puppets was the sloppiest I've ever heard of them play Master of Puppets. Like, it was rubbish. Like, it sounded like a covers band trying to play Metallica <laughs> Master of Puppets. Like, <laughs> but then sometimes for some tracks, yeah. like, Fuel was great. Some of them were really super tight and other ones were, like, so all over the place. It was very weird. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of Metallica, though. Yeah. That's, you know, that's part <laughs> of the fun just, of going to it. It just blows my <laughs> mind, though, man, because they have thousands of shows under their belt and yeah they're still like this. <laughs> yeah it's weird isn't it hey man they're metallica they, they do what they do and everybody shows up just like we did and we have a great fucking time yeah and true poke fun of them a little bit <laughs> you know we're still gonna listen to them the next time they roll yeah. through i had a great time that first <laughs> night that was incredible i loved it. It, it it was great i think bring me the horizon though they won the weekend for the headliners like um, I, I watched about half their set. Once you stayed back at the Airbnb just to, you know, take a, a rest day before the performance on Saturday. Um, Andreas and I left a little early just to get back so that we weren't up till 2 a.m. again partying and feeling it the next day. <laughs> um, but man, like, Bring Me sounded excellent. Uh, the crowd interaction was great. Their production, I thought, was the best of all, all three headliners. Just mm-hmm. that, that fucking 360 pyro thing around the mouth of the stage was incredible yeah. i've never seen that before yeah um and just out of the, the changing set you know it started like kind of looking like a cathedral or you know something out of iron maiden and then you know four songs in or whatever it's all video screens and it's got this cool like 3d effect probably man just yeah they really they took advantage yeah. of that headline they, spot yeah they out i think now after that they will be back to headline that festival like no problem it was such a great first yeah. headliner prover performance like holy shit and like you said like just the production of the visuals and the sound was just perfection like perfect yeah i mean like i'm not surprised though that they were the ones to do that because you know like metallica that was their what 10th download headlining yeah, yeah. slipknot it was like their sixth or seventh yeah and so like yeah, for bring me that. those guys were probably the most excited out of all oh yeah you know of the three of them to be doing that headline slot because 
one, they hadn't been in that slot before. And so, you know, you get, oh, let's go crazy with production and all that. Like, yeah. like that would be me, man. Like, if you gave me a million dollar budget, <laughs> I'm... It'd be like a fucking Ramstein Ramstein show. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking just constant pyro. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Nice. I'm I'm not surprised to bring me went went that way. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I said said before, older bands, they've got their back catalogue to sort of rely on. Um, Metallica don't really need to do much more than that. Uh, Whereas the newer bands coming up, they have to make a show of it. They have to cause a scene they have to grab right, people i suppose come that's i mean that's also just kind of how the way we've had to sell ourselves the entire way through you know like Brie yeah. has had to work much harder than metallica and much harder than slipknot to get to that level like mm. it just is how it is because yeah the demand on what a band needs to do in order to get its break has increased so much from the mm. days of Metallica starting out, Definitely. even from the early uh, 2000s and, uh, you know, late 1990s when Flipknot and the new metal scene came on. So. Yeah, definitely, yeah. 100%. And Bring Me the Horizon, Horizon had their um, their Church of Genexus thing, um, which we've spoken about. Ghost also had the uh, the booth in the guest area. I don't think I can think of any other bands that had any extras dotted around, and that's the that's the two that were pegged to. I don't know if it was pegged the right word. I, <laughs> yeah, pegged. Um, I don't know. Um, I'll stop myself. Um, yeah, that that's the two bands that people were talking about headlining, and they're the two bands that brought something extra, yeah. which I think is also incredible. Like like we said, oh. the, uh, bands are going to need to start doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how many of those damn Papa Emeritus masks I saw all day on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I don't know, we, uh, there's a group of us who managed to get eight people in that ghost photo booth. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was in a, a very uncomfortable 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I um, know. Yeah, if anybody else can think of any other bands that brought something like that, let us know. I can't think of anything at the moment. Um, I don't think I saw anything else, yeah. No, but it was a big festival. No. There was lots of it that I didn't see this year when I normally would. I normally have a walk around everywhere to see everything. Um, but yeah, uh, we were probably going to have to, um, I've also also said when we were talking to Stu, prob- do something that I don't usually do and I don't like doing, but I'm going to have to sort of cut it here and sort of start to wind it down. Uh, normally, I'll just carry on chatting for as long as we need to. Um, so sorry, guys, I'm going to have to start winding it down here. Um, is oh, there anything... Shoot. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> I can go on all day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah could. so could yeah, we. But um, we are planning on we we are planning on having four different guests on this episode, which is something we've never done. We've never had more than sort of two nice. separate guests. Uh, so it's going to be cool, but also yeah, out of my comfort zone and having to stop people from talking, which uh, I don't like doing. I'm afraid, but um, I, I'm going to have to do it. So um, is there anything? else you wanted to touch on just really quickly before we well not necessarily really quickly but as we're starting to wind down anything else you wanted to touch on um that you want people to know about you you want to talk about specifically for this episode yeah let's uh let's talk about the paradise um oh yes new single and new video to it awesome yeah i i had to go and um, meet uh, my girlfriend who arrived on the friday and I was sat there for about two hours waiting for her, and I listened to it probably three or four times because it was out that morning. I think it was a Friday. Yeah, you said the day before. Yeah, 
yeah. Um, yeah, and it was cool. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I enjoyed the video as well. Um, you yeah, a visualizer. So... I don't think I've seen or heard heard of visualizers before. Yeah, I mean, like, so they're very popular in like the um, electronic scene because obviously okay. there's no lyrics and mm. uh, and you know visualizing is yeah. really important for that kind of genre. So I, you know, I was debating about making a lyric video of just like the text going across the VR screen and all that stuff. But then I was like. I mean, that's only going to go so far. Like, do people really sit through and watch these lyric videos? Yes, no. So I got to playing around with just different concepts of um, of things that would fit the song. So I came up with this concept of it's going to be this VR experience where it starts off pretty light with, like, you know, video games, and teabagging and all that stuff, just yeah. general rage quitting. But then it eventually dives into some more serious issues like gambling, pornography, all that stuff. So it just it's this video that really captures what the Paradise song is about and it tells its own story. And the only way I was able to do that was um, I, I tapped into my uh, teachings of game design. So when I uh, went to college for game design, I had to use these 3D program softwares and all that stuff to learn. Um, it wasn't more oriented on 3D modeling, but it was just more of how to use assets and, and put them into games and stuff. So I had this whole library of assets that I had and um, just the knowledge of, of doing these things. So it just kind of became a thing that escalated further and further. And I was like, oh, I can do this now. Oh, I can do this now. And, and all these wild concepts started popping up. So I finally got them all figured out and uh, was rendering them and uh i i couldn't be more happy with how the video turned out i think it it's very entertaining to watch and it also depicts yeah. the story that i wanted it to yeah that's cool that is that's great i did watch it once um i'm gonna watch it again knowing all of that stuff now and i'll, I'll probably be a lot more sort of engaged um yeah I, that is pretty cool though is yeah it? Uh, you're talking about uh the lyric videos yeah they were a huge thing for for a little while but i haven't really seen people doing them much recently um so maybe you made the right right call there uh they're, they're <laughs> yeah, out I mean, there still they're just you know like i'll start one and if, if nothing really changes by the first course i'm like i'm just gonna go listen to the song i don't you know i don't yeah, need to yeah yeah it's true watch this thing but yeah but if you have something you know story-wise that's kind of changing or if it's you know i've sometimes seen where it's like kind of a hybrid of like a music video and a lyric video Kind of yeah thing. yeah a lot of people those are, are cool. doing those now right. where it's like half half you see shots but then you see like lyrics as well so yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like queens of the stone age what they did for their songs i thought was really cool yeah. um and that's a good example of the hybrid but you know like eventually you know hopefully do like a, a legit music video in, in right. terms of like you know band performance and real life yeah. story kind of thing yeah i just didn't want to do like a single room shot with like you know the 20 different camera angles <laughs> yeah. the strobe yeah. and light yeah. type stuff that everybody's doing like so they're quick and effective but uh just coming from a creative standpoint i'm like i, I don't want to waste this like single um with with something like that so and also i was building it keeping in mind of what could potentially be the stage so like this yeah. next gig that we're doing with Drowning Pool in Cheyenne here, it's going to be a proper theater. And we've got a special backdrop that has the VR mask with the, our logo on it. We're going to have two scrims 
that will be centers or you know in line with the drum kit in depth wise with hologram like um stills from what that video has yeah andrew's showing you on the oh nice that's cool Um, and then like i'm working on these these boxes these led boxes that will just light up and glow so like i'm trying to transform our stage into that experience there so like and then like one day when i've got a video wall behind me i can just put that video up (laughs) yeah it's perfectly in sync with the you know with the song so done like did that work so yeah. like yeah that's that's why i went uh ham for two months and just you know went went back to my game design days of just staying up all night and just hammering it all out but um awesome yeah i gotta run to the toilet right no you're good it's, it's drinking all that fucking water and apple juice man that's what it is <laughs> honestly i've never seen anyone like i don't want to see what his like sugar intake is but if you look on apple juice, there is so much sugar in it. Like, how can he drink an entire carton of that, man? It's sweet, bro. It tastes good. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. But I'm not sure I could drink a whole carton of it. Like, that's too much, man. There we go. We'll just give him uh, the, the leftover apple juice that Jackson doesn't drink. Yeah, that's what you writer. need to do. Yeah, yeah. We have apple juice on our rider for our drummer. <laughs> for some reason, every time we get it, they give us like two big cartons of it. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Like, I'm you like, know, a little one. Just for one person. <laughs> that would be that would be on Adam's rider as well. He'd be like, "Yeah, I want that apple juice, man." Like 100. percent So yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he's still he's still 17. I'm like, we gotta have something for him besides water. <laughs> Maybe. He's good. He's good, by the way. Really good. Yeah. I was like, oh, because yeah, you know, musicians always watch musicians, but I'm not a drummer, but. When you look at someone, I thought he just looks, he looked so comfortable and like, you know, just really groovy as well. Like I was like, yes, he's really good. So yeah, that was he awesome. has, a, he has an excellent pocket. Oh, the way that he plays, he reminds me of uh, uh, Sean Kenny from Alice in Chains, just with like how relaxed he is, but it's still like right on. Yeah. You know, if, if that makes any kind of sense. No, it's true. Cause some drummers really to, look like they're really hammering the drums where others don't look like that but there's you're still like they still sound really fat but you don't look like you're doing yeah. anything like what the hell's happening yeah you know, here's a, here's a fun fact he was playing joey georgeson's snare really on our set yep mm-hmm. nice so he had developed a um like a friendship with joey before um he passed away wow so like the family gave him that snare uh along with a couple other things of joey's so he was super excited to bring it out to download and play. Oh my god, that's awesome! Wow, has he used it any other times, or is that going to be like the the sole time? I, I don't know if he's going to bring it out for this next show, but um, he really likes it. <laughs> I mean, it's a loud snare, man! Like the rehearsal space that we use. It, oh man, my ears are just nothing but the snare. And, oh, I, like I, I don't like the snare for rehearsing because it's just a nightmare, but. But it's, on the it's stage, cool it's that that's oh the, wait actually we you guys said you wanted to talk about the sound and we didn't talk about it oh yeah oh no um, that just reminded me well i mean like it's it, it doesn't have to be on the podcast but i yeah i can, I can talk about the, the clusterfuck yeah. that it was <laughs> our front of house sound was excellent because um matt and i's dad mixed us so dad dad mixed us um and he's mixed us forever so he knows what he's doing I had no um, worries about front of house, but 
monitors, man, they were a clusterfuck because, um, you know, originally, like, we're used to in-ear monitors, not the wedges, because we all play to a click track. Yeah. And when we found out that we were, you know, invited to download, um, I, I forget what the organization is, but we had to, you know, submit wireless frequencies for approval because we're right next to the airport there. Um, okay. And we never, and we never heard back from them. If they were approved or not. No, no. So we, we heard back um, from them after we got back. That's true. Yeah. When we got back, we heard back from them. But uh, so, you know, so we didn't take any wireless gear over. I brought my wireless for my guitar just in case it was allowed. But like we knew we couldn't bring ears over um, because Festival Republic said that they were going to provide ears for everybody and there would be no charge. Sweet. So uh, we get to Dog Tooth stage. Uh, shit, we got to the arena at like 9 a.m. that morning. Creeper did their setup and sound check. And then I think, what, maybe we had like 40 minutes, I guess, before our set that we yeah, started to set 40, up and, and figure things out. Yeah. Um, and like nobody on the, the, the monitor tech over there had no idea that we were supposed to have wireless in-ears. So then he had to go get frequencies. Um, and then, so there, was, there were three of us on, on the wireless. Jackson, luckily we brought a hard wire pack because I'm like, I'm not going to fuck yeah. with that you know um so originally like my ears were good andreas's were good matthews were noisy as hell they fixed matthews then andreas's were noisy as hell um then they finally got all the wireless packs somewhat decent you know minimal noise at least and we just did like quick mixes mine was fine i think andreas's and jackson's were fine matthews started out fine and then he was just fighting the monitor engineer the whole time during our set <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Guitar, guitar was too loud or something. Like the know. first, the first two songs were fine, and then we get into um, I think it was other side, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the guitar is just like screaming in my ear, and I hate guitar in my ear. Like yeah. my <laughs> ideal level is just barely there, just enough where like subconsciously I can listen to the pitch. Yeah, and that's all I need, right? Like I, I hate guitar because the frequency, like the those mid tones and whatnot, it just gets all up and and messes with where I'm trying to listen to. Yeah. So this thing's like blaring in my ear, and I'm looking over at the guy, and I'm like, let's bring it down, and he's just like, he's off having a conversation with the stage manager, and it's not like like you could tell by based on their body language and kind of like they're chuckling, like it wasn't anything like show related like it's like they're like talking about i don't know sports or something i'm like <laughs> the fuck are we doing like i get we're the first band unknown and yeah. all that shit but my god you got you have a job to do man so yeah. i was that was the only thing i was disappointed with in mm. this festival and i will be harsh to the guy like i don't care if he ever listens to this podcast you gotta have your shit down because you know that, that i hope it's not the the one in the lifetime that I played at festival or not, but hmm. it it really pissed me off and kind of ruined it in a way. Like I, I was so focused on that, that like, I don't want to be focused on that. Like I yeah, just want to yeah. be able to perform, but when I'm fighting where my voice is and all that stuff, it's, it's, it just becomes a less, less well of a performance for me. Like yeah. my ideal performance is I have no issues with the sound and I can just do what I do. When I have to constantly be fighting, trying to hear my voice and stuff like that, it yeah. it takes away from. I saw you. I saw you that. take the earpiece out for a bit, 
and then you put it back on because you were obviously checking to see, right, has this dickhead turned this fucking guitar down yet? And you put yeah, it back man, in and you're singing. I, yeah, you're like, I took you know what? out. I was yeah. like, yeah. what are we What are we doing? Like, <laughs> I looked over at him like three or four times. And then uh, I, I think because we were told like my dad afterwards, he was like, yeah, there was a point where the house engineer, like the front of house guy, started noticing that you were fighting the monitor guy and, and he was getting pissed off that that the crew was being uh, yeah. neglectful in that sense. Like, that was the only issue I had for any, like, staff-related things yeah. to the festival. Because everybody else, security, the liaisons, just, like, general festival people were incredible and so easy to work with. So yeah. I was surprised leading up to that point that the sound was going to be what yeah. disappointed me and pissed yeah. me off. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, you guys are only on for, like, 25 minutes. All the guy has to do is stand there and basically just, you know, do some levels. If you go, you're too loud, he'll be like, right, shit, man, sorry. I'll get that down for you. I mean, that's not difficult to do. Like, It's a fader. Yeah, it's a fucking fader. fader. Like, anyone, you you could have one finger on your entire hand and still be able to do it. Right, and like, like, you know, like, I'd imagine... Well, I, I would imagine that most bands that day had their own dude take over too, because like, yeah, you know, you, you travel with your crew, so like that guy probably didn't have to work shit all weekend, <laughs> you know, like there's no yeah. excuse, there's no excuse. Sorry, yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> maybe he didn't have anybody there. Maybe just called him in from the crowd. <laughs> He didn't really know what he was doing. He doesn't actually work there. It's just a random guy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but what just amazes me is, like, you have the easiest mix of all of us because you oh, have three things. Yeah. Well, four things. You have your voice, which is always the loudest fucking thing in your ear. The click, just because we're all on it. And then a little bit of guitar and a little bit of the track is. Yeah. Th- that's four things. <laughs> yeah, my, my things. mix is atrocious. My, my mix, like... if I'm doing it right. <laughs> if i'm doing a mix dude i try and make my shit sound like a record like it's stupid <laughs> but you know that's also that's also the audio engineer in me that yeah, you know, yeah. i can yeah. i can fuck around with these things in my own time and whatever but yeah yeah i was just <laughs> i felt so bad that i felt so bad that he was fighting them the whole time and I'm, i had no way of telling him oh yeah it's funny when i watched these videos the yeah i watched like videos of crowd shot things and like a bunch of jackson's friends and families uh they they like filmed it all so i'm like re-watching this stuff and you just see me like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i had like, a video of you and you're like yeah this shit down, i'm like man. what the fuck man <laughs> yeah so i i think it just turned into him like he thought i was just an asshole at, at some point and just stopped stopped paying attention because I, I i think he turned up my guitar the guitar at some point because that's when i ripped the ears off i was like fuck this like yeah i'll have one ear out and just that's how i'll be able to listen to my you know to my pitch and all that stuff yeah jesus that's crazy man <laughs> that's crazy isn't it just one guy yeah. causing all these it's, problems it's throwing right throwing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you would think the first band on would be when he would be most focused as well you know maybe throughout the day you would get you get a little bit less focused because right. you've been working for so long yeah, yeah that is crazy well, the, to hear the other thing the other thing too that kind of threw me off was, you know, we, we had received these documents and stuff beforehand or, or emails that kind of just told us, you know, here's what to expect of the day. Um, and Dogtooth specifically said, unless you're the headliner, you know, we're just doing line checks and then you go. So we did our line check. We did that quick little monitor check. 
And then I fucked off to the green room to like get a cider or something. And like, I'm suddenly getting yelled at like, yo, we're doing a sound check now. I'm like, I didn't think we got one because everything said it's just line check and then, you know, go. Yeah. So it, it just some things like that. But <laughs> yeah, the stage manager and monitor guy were. <laughs> they were a little sus. Yeah. Yeah. If that's, but if that's the only, that's literally the, the only. Security man, and, that was uh, shout out to happens. Carl and his crew. Like the security was great. <laughs> I got uh, that 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 threw me off. Like I was like, I had this security briefing like before I went off, where he's like, you know, here's the hand signals that I want you to do in case you know you go into the crowd, you need help to get out, like all that stuff. I was like, all right, yeah, no, this <laughs> also, <is> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had not expected that and all that, you know, like I, I expected like main stage, obviously for that stuff, but um, mm. yeah, the, the way they treated all the, all the different stages, um, it was, it was pro professional all the way around. Yeah. Hopefully my, my next time you come back, guy. you'll be on the avalanche stage. So you won't have to put up with that guy again. <laughs> they move him right there. He yeah, somehow yeah. gets into that. You look over and you go, yeah, "Oh yeah, shit, up. it's the same guy <laughs> on a different same guy." <laughs> I, I, just, I just turn around like, "Nope." <laughs> but Simon's pretty good at that kind of thing. So if you do see him, get him off. Don't I'll hop over the barrier, man. Don't Simon. worry, I'll be right up there if that guy's there again. Just give me, give me a hand signal. I'll be over. <laughs> The, the thing about the thing about Carl, the uh, the head security guy, I didn't even realize it at the moment. And Matthew brought this up to me. He was probably the only staff member there that had an American accent, and we were thrown off by it. Yeah, I was thrown off by it. Having you know the various British accents that we're not yeah. used to over here. And yeah, it was like wait, what? Wait a minute. He just sounded like he was from the wait Midwest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fun time. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably about time to wrap it up there. Um, I don't really want to. I could carry on talking. You listening to this in the future? You, you guys will probably um, hear me say this for everybody. But it's true. We could just talk to everybody for such a long time. This would be an eight-hour episode if I had my own way. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. We, we have to cut off at some point. I'm sorry, guys. So we're gonna have to say goodbye in a minute. Is there any um? Do you want to give any shout outs or 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 um plugs tell people where they can find certain things? Yeah. Um definitely need to shout out our patrons, Brandon, Jay, and Vivian. Uh, thank you for your support. And anybody who wants to join the Patreon, come on in. We got exclusive videos, photos, uh, merch that you can only get on the Patreon, which is cool. Um and then wanted to shout out Simon, man. Congrats on getting married, dude. Ah, oh, yeah. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's all been downhill since then. There's been nothing but arguments. <laughs> Trapped you. Yeah, so I expected it, so it's fine. But thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Um, and obviously there's the the, the Paradise new single. What, what, when can, can can you give us any secrets? Can you tell us any inside information? When when can we expect the album? We've never had anybody tell us. Uh, I, I any mean, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Our our fall is so up in the air right now. Uh, so it really depends on what happens in the fall. I would like to finish writing the album this year, if not start recording it this year. Um, so like, hopefully next year, like early next year, is when when we get that uh, cool. squared away. 
I would say like probably summer fall of next year is my realistic take on when it would be released. Yeah, the, way, the way things yeah. happen for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We we say those days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, I'm um, I'm sure we we have done a uh, an episode before, sort of reviewing. Um, was it a single or an EP? It was a single, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm sure we will do another episode specifically about your album. I reckon maybe because um, that would be cool. Um, but yeah, thank yeah. you for coming on, guys. It's been really cool. It's been so cool to hear about all the things that uh, you got up to, and the fact that you liked our cider. <laughs> our cider. Cider. I have cravings of it still. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know what you have to do. Either get yourself booked back for download or bring a tour over here so you can uh, fill up on cider. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Has to well, happen. <laughs> definitely. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's going to be it for this one. Uh, thank you, Matt. And thank you, Andrew. It's been a pleasure to have you on. It's been really, really nice chatting to you. Yep. Thank you for having us again. Always a pleasure to talk with you guys. And now we have another very special guest, one of my longest friends. He's very, very tall. Uh, no, no. Uh, I was trying to work it out the other day. We've actually known each other for over 20 years. Thank you for making me feel old. <laughs> You're <laughs> younger true. than me. Um, but yeah, so we have a good friend of mine on, Hannah, come to talk about... Now, I got this wrong several times recently. <laughs> you corrected me, didn't, didn't, did. didn't you? So it's Melbourne Hall. That Hannah, how cool. are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for Excellent. asking me to come on your podcast. Really no excited. Yeah, thank you for coming <laughs> on. It's really, really awesome. Um, yeah. So I just want to say this straight out of the bat. I don't know much about. Um, I wanted to say Holcomb House again. Then I don't know much about Melbourne Hall. Yeah. So um, I don't know how long a conversation this can be, or it, you know, it could be very, very short. It could be really long. We don't know. So um, it's up to Hannah how much detail she wants to go in, or how much detail she can go in. Really, to be fair. So I don't know how much was different to what we experienced, but um, yeah, we'll try and try and see see where it, where it goes. Um, yeah, and it depends if uh, you guys have got any questions. I know you've got the Discord. Yeah, you know the guys are right in and uh, ping me some questions. I'm happy to answer if I can. Anyway, <laughs> but I'll try my yeah. best too. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and so so as I just said, we've known each other over 20 years. Uh, but one thing that sort of struck me. Uh, I think I was wrong about it, but one thing that struck me a couple of nights ago was I didn't think we'd actually even been to download together or or, or as part of the same group. And we um, actually have once. But we have, yeah, we have once. But uh, so that shows uh, how drunk that what, Adam gets. What year? Yeah, typically... what year? Which, which year was that then that you guys went? It must have been either two thousand and seven or eight. Oh, wow! Okay. But again, that was a very long time ago, so I can't recall. Maybe because I was probably as drunk as Adam is is not now yeah. currently but yeah. you know <laughs> i honestly think download, he, he doesn't download only. yeah he doesn't remember i'd say 10 to 12 downloads he has no. pretty much no recollection of at all which is pretty useless for a, for, so, for a download guy so the fact that i've got it between two years is actually pretty good going then I guess. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i mean yeah i've said before they all sort of blur into one to me now uh, but the other thing I said the other night um, was you probably actually went to see the bands. Um, I did, and and at that time I was very much anchored to the to the campsite quite a lot. So uh, probably didn't see you out around much that that weekend anyway. That's probably why I forgot. Well, <laughs> and many other things. 
but yeah so um yeah tell us which downloads have you actually been to do, do you know do you remember yeah 2006 7 and 8 and then a big old chunk of a gap right in between there for about what 14 years yeah only started going again last year okay wow yeah so i've only actually ever been to five downloads which isn't a lot so yeah and a a hefty old gap right in between them as well so that's a yeah yeah but that five is still a decent amount of downloads but is there a reason for the gap was yeah adulting you know very young go on go to a couple of festivals and then it's the uh having to get a flat and pay bills and things like that and proper adults so that kind of put a big old time in between but yeah i'm happy to say that last year i had the chance to come back and uh, come back better than ever caveat is that i had stayed in sleepy hollow last year so i was actually in r.i.p last year Ah. So Melbourne Hall, yeah, it was a completely different package to this. So there's a lot of differences between. But obviously, again, you've got um, people coming on to talk about RIP. But obviously, I can switch between the two and talk a little bit about both if uh, anyone wants to hear about the differences or the pros and cons for each or either. So there you go. Yeah, we're just intrigued to hear about this uh, Melbourne yeah. House because we're like, we literally... Like they had pictures and then they had like kind of what you were getting. But then when they sold out, they took everything off the website. So you couldn't see anything about it again. So we were like, okay, I guess that happened and went. So we're actually really intrigued to know what the hell happened and what was it like? Yeah, to be fair, um, a lot of us didn't know until a couple of days before what we were actually getting ourselves into. They didn't release a lot of information at all. We were expecting uh, an email sort of a week in advance just to sort of give us a heads up of where we were actually going and what time to arrive at campsites and things like that. And of course, we got that dreaded, uh, you can't arrive until Thursday at 6am. So we missed the Wednesday completely. What? So yeah, no access to the campsite whatsoever until 6am on the Thursday. So we missed out on all the Wednesday night shenanigans. So <laughs> a little wow. bit, you know. Yeah. And, you know, we paid the same price as RIP. So, you know, that, that taking that day off kind of really did make a big difference. Did it say that when you originally booked the tickets or it did, did it say, not. did you complain about that? No. Okay, <laughs> no. Maybe you should have because um, yeah, maybe you might yeah, have been able to get something out of them. I really can't remember anywhere it's saying you cannot arrive, you know, on, on the ticket matter, on the, on the page that you do you get your tickets from. Nowhere on that first page when you purchase the tickets did it say, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, and no entry on the Wednesday or, you know. So that was, that was, that was a bit sucky. Um, but, you know, actually in hindsight, quite a good idea because uh, the traffic that ensued on the, the Wednesday for mm. everybody else, bless you, for the yeah. people that went up on a Wednesday. Um, we we got guys, away with troopers. that, but obviously for other people it was very very bad we actually got away with it pretty yeah pretty well actually. so um adam you know uh, a couple of uh, friends of ours it took them 12 hours from bristol to get up uh, wow. to download so they i did not in. know that so, yeah wow. matt and Nat. hi <laughs> okay yeah yeah Jesus. 12 hours so yeah i'm quite happy in a way that uh, the 6am on a thursday for rock retreat was a thing in the end because uh, that, that that sort of got got that out of the way a little bit and it wasn't too bad then arriving i think we arrived somewhere about 7 or 8 a.m in the morning and straight in no problems 10 minutes away from the main download site so we're absolutely nowhere on site um straight into the gate straight into a field 
obviously it's parking next to your car. Um, so similar in RIP, if any guys have stayed in RIP. So you get to park your car next to your tent. Mm. So none of this lugging all your shit. Yeah. <laughs> miles yeah, and yeah. miles and miles. Uh, you are parking where you sleep, basically, which what, is fantastic. What, the, what was the overall vibe then? Because it's far from the, you know, it's away from the actual camping, which can be mental. But sometimes yeah. RIP, I've heard, is quite, you know, not tame, but quite quiet, just generally, compared to the sort of general camping. Like, Absolutely. Was it, was it was it like staying in RIP where it was quiet or was it rowdy or because it was far away was it like silent like what the what the hell was the vibe? I could hear crickets at night. Is all I said. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So 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 quiet. So quiet. So there's a, a a curfew in RIP and subsequently this one as well. Um, no noise after one a.m. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. They actually have a little security men. I guess they they have them everywhere that will come up and down and. Um, check you being quiet and give you a little telling off <laughs> if you've been a bit too too noisy oh, so tell yeah i tell you what i could I, I couldn't do that no me neither i <laughs> i would be so drunk at that point if anyone came and told me to be quiet things would get rowdy yeah. like pretty quickly so it, is, it is more for you know the people that that like me like i mean like i sleep a little bit i do need to get my sleep i do need to have sleep otherwise i am not the nicest person to be around i will you know kick the fuck off my, <laughs> my fucking eight hours i tell you what it's understandable um, though i get i totally yeah. get that and why people you know why people go to like quiet camp and stuff like i get it some people yeah. need their sleep and that's fine and especially if you're a light sleep like i'm the sort of person that is if i'm gonna fall asleep i'll be asleep but obviously other people will get woken up if they're really light sleepers so i, I, I get it i totally get it it's just i just i can't imagine someone coming up to me at a festival and saying can you keep it down? Past please? 1 a.m. <laughs> you're, you're at Download Festival. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just... totally. Yeah. But yeah, it's madness. But yeah, camping next to your tent, like, bloody hell. Everybody, at least once at Download, needs to camp next to their tent. Camp next to their tent. Park next to their tent. Yeah. Uh, the lugging you guys have to do back and forth from your camp. Like, I know you only have to do it once. On, well, actually, sometimes, you know, people do multiple trips, don't they? Two trips, yeah. yeah. Two or three, you know. Um, and then, you know, the last day when just about fucking had enough and you've got to do that horrible gauntlet back to your mm. vehicle. No, no, thank you. I'll pass it, on yeah. that. It wastes so much time as well. We were saying this before, like, yeah, that time that you spend lugging your stuff and or going back to the car, that is all your time. Like you should spend relaxing or drinking, and it, and it totally it... zaps your energy as well. When you get there, you're like knackered, like yeah. absolutely shattered. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, um, other than that, you had a VIP uh, sort of our reception, so it was open twenty four hours. If you needed anything for any reason, there was always a number of staff there. Can mm. I just say how friendly and lovely the staff actually were? Um, really 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 lovely stuff actually um which sometimes at festivals you don't get i think adam you said you know there's a couple of grouchy people because obviously it was very hot and people were yeah. pissed off at this point but um Some the guys eight hours sleep yeah there you <laughs> yeah. go um, yeah. but so, the guys at melbourne um did their jobs you know they were efficient we didn't come across anybody um that was rude uh, they were really helpful even you know the security that did have to go up and down and do all their little checks they stopped and had a chat and really pleasant so yeah that was a really really lovely experience so thumbs up to the security and the staff at rock retreat you did a fab job nice that's that's good to yeah. hear actually because it was very 
mixed this year. A lot of people said that, that security and staff were really good. And a lot of people really weren't happy. So it was a mixed bag. So it's good to hear something positive because I've seen a lot of negativity about, yeah. about them. Yeah, so, they, yeah. yeah, absolutely no fault with them whatsoever. Um, so you had your reception um, and then you had um, a little sort of horseshoe bar with craft beer in it. Um, oh and then you had a little pizza room with like a stone baked pizza place thing. Um, and then a little coffee tea thing in the morning that would serve like bacon rolls and stuff like that, that you could just go up. And that is obviously just a couple of feet away from your tent, basically. Nice. Yeah. So, so you could, could you yeah, smell you just, that? Could you smell that the whole time? <laughs> in the morning. Oh, that would be just infuriating. Lovely. Just smelling this like amazing food constantly. <laughs> so that was fantastic. Um, there wasn't a lot of option in terms of food. Um, yeah. So in the Melbourne Hall, the actual poster that Download released that said what was included, um, it said tea rooms that served full English breakfast. What they didn't tell you is that that's a 10-minute walk away from your campsite. It's actually in the town of Melbourne. Oh, right. <laughs> you have to, well, you can get the shuttle buses and we'll go on to shuttle buses because that's going to be the yeah. the big thing about okay, we'll uh, get there. The, the package. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't actually on site. You did have to either get a shuttle bus or wait for one, go down into the village, have your tea, coffee, etc., then get another shuttle bus either to the arena or back to your tent, regardless of whatever you're doing. Um, did so you go? Did you go for that. the tea, uh, or did, did you not go? No, I did not. No. Okay. <laughs> I was just intrigued. Like just quickly, because that just made me think of something. Like overall, how many people would you say that there were in this bit in the rock retreat? Yeah. Oh god. Like just to throw a so, number out there, like how how busy was it? Like was it rammed? Was it absolutely was not. Of space? No. Mm. Plenty of space. Um the way they'd set it up was it was over a couple of different fields. Um and I don't think I've mentioned about the, the grounds that it's on. Um it's Melbourne Hall, so it's a big um estate house, one mm. of those grand places yeah, that I, people live, I don't know, the mansion. Yeah, <laughs> from Purple Can you I, I believe. Oh, could I could you? be wrong on that. You can see a big house from Purple. I, you, I was there you can, year. yeah. I'm not sure if it's... Yeah. It might be that one, but you definitely can see a big one from Purple, ah, 100%. So maybe it is that. Um, but the ground's amazing, all level, all flat, so you're not rolling out your tent out the end on a hill, which is the one gripe I will have with Sleepy Hollow if you end up on that hill. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not good. It's not. Um, but yeah, level floor, peaceful, trees in between picturesque cute loved it nice loved it so yeah the grounds and the actual campsite itself brilliant i'm not sure if, if something you might know but I, uh the um one of the rips is actually a campsite for the rest of the year do you know if they if this is if, uh, melbourne hall whatever it's called uh, <laughs> um do you know if that is uh, a <laughs> can't get the word what, now an yeah, a, a, <laughs> you know what I mean. Is it is it a campsite like the rest of the year? Do you know? I don't know. No. I, again, I didn't do a lot of research into it when I originally bought the tickets. It was a kind of thank you, Ticketmaster and Download for only releasing one uh, RIP ticket at a time last year. Yeah, <laughs> which got us into a lot of trouble. Um, so yeah, we would have been in Sleepy Hollow again um, if it wasn't for that. Uh, but of course, all the uh, RIP packages then sold out. So uh, yeah, Melbourne Hall was obviously the the next best thing. It was it was marketed as an alternative to RIP. So you know yeah. we were like, yeah, we'll go for it. Yes, it's going to be a shuffle bus. How bad can that be? 
<laughs> and again, we will get um, onto that. Oh yeah, I was going to say on that. I mean, so there was only about three things I knew about um, Rock Retreat, and I think that's because you told me them about three days before the festival in the supermarket because I just happened to see you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, one was that you had to arrive on a Thursday; you couldn't arrive before that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. I'm sure you've said it, but yeah, the the third one was that you didn't think at that point you could go to the village. You didn't think you could use the shuttle buses to actually get to the village. It was arena only, but that changed, didn't it? Changed really, really quickly, actually. Again, this is the uh, information we were given, not a lot in advance. So yeah. <laughs> up until a certain point, we didn't even know if we were going to have access to the village. And obviously paying RIP prices for something, because it, it, it was, and not being able to go to the village, that's a big slap in the face. I was just like, absolutely not. Um, and yeah, no, thankfully, uh, they uh, yeah okayed the access to the village, which was brilliant, but shuttle buses. Again, we're just going to continuously keep going back to the circle. We're going to circle. Yeah. And then we're going to go right down the drain. Don't worry. Yeah. But, you know, as an experience at Melbourne Hall, I would recommend it for the guys wanting to potentially try RIP, um, but maybe don't have the funds to go that far. Mm. And I do actually want to talk to you about your guys' opinion on RIP, uh, what you said in your last podcast, where how do people afford it? How do people afford to pay RIP prices? Well, there is something called Klarna, and it's a very, very lovely thing. <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. glorious, and it means you can split your payments over so many months. So actually, I don't pay that much a month. I pay monthly. I was denied. Ticket. I was denied for Klarna for download this year. So, oh, you're joking? No, well, I, you know, we didn't buy a house that long ago, so my credit's in the fucking uh, dumps at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. I, I applied for. It. I was like, oh, Klarna, download the Klarna, great. No. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, no. that has got that has gotten me through the last couple of years. Is Klarna Klarna in? <laughs> I wouldn't been able to stay in RIP if it wasn't for that sweet little uh, app mm. called Klarna. So, thank you. Yeah, I've never applied. So I don't know if I'd. <laughs> be able to get it um but yeah I, I was thinking at one point i might just get myself a credit card with like just a thousand pound limit and that's all i'd use it for download tickets so i've got my own monthly payments instead of having to rely on them because some people got screwed because yeah, like, they, they had the money there and just they just didn't take it and then lost their uh, tickets so yeah but anyway that's a different going off a little bit um do you want to go into shuttle buses or is there any more you wanted to <laughs> talk about before well, can, I, can i have one i've got one more question how close was the camping to the actual hall because the hall itself looks amazing so you could see it from your campsite if you walked down so they had um the boarding that they have put down when you've obviously wheel your cars if you're in rip and things like that you, you do get that because obviously it gets muddy um uh, so they, you didn't have access to the like grounds of no the hall. Oh, that's no. a shame because it looks really really cool no, so yeah. you could have a walk into Melbourne itself and where the little tea room is and all that stuff. There's little bakeries and things like that. So you can actually go around the village of Melbourne and all the staff in the village were friendly as well. I heard so a couple of people went down and had um, some full English breakfasts and um, said that they were lovely down there as well and very welcoming to everybody coming from a festival um, nice. and interrupting is, their little business for a couple is, of days. Is, they is, were is, quite happy. Is Melbourne that little high street then that the co-op was on that we all used to walk to? Or is that a different I never high street? I'm to very a confused. <laughs> Donnington. Is it? Donnington okay. Town, I believe. Me okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's got a little pub down there. I don't know what it's called. Uh, there might be the nags head that Auntie Saint went to. That's it. That's it. Yeah, it's the big uh, one on the corner. Okay. Because yeah. I, I was very confused about 
like I never actually known what that was. But obviously, before they done co-op at download, we used to walk into the town to the co-op to get alcohol to bring it back. Oh my so, gosh! Which is yeah, why they the... they must have done the co-op thing because everyone was going into the town and they were probably like all these gribos all over the town. Let's just take the co-op <laughs> to to the festival. So yeah, and I was just curious. Sorry. Yeah, but they, yeah, they were quite happy to have everyone down there, um, which was again a really lovely experience. So that side. Brilliant. Um, the one thing I did just want to say was um, set up a WhatsApp group for Melbourne Hall. So anyone going next year that wants to have anybody's hangout, there is a WhatsApp group. Um, lovely, lovely guy called Pritch set it up. He follows you guys as well. So I just wanted to say hello. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, hello, Pritch. <laughs> and yeah, that really helped us out. Um, so just before we go on to shuttle buses because i will rant about it um of course being the first year no one had a clue what was going on um we were all in the same boat so you know thought we'd uh set up a little whatsapp group so we could uh let each other know what was going on what we were stuck if we were stuck anywhere if we uh got denied access if we couldn't get back yeah just sipping each other a message yeah, it's a good idea. yeah it was lovely i think good you idea. said yeah just in case you needed to sort of get a taxi uh, if you're too late for the shuttle buses and or, or something like that, yeah, shuttle buses. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking. Should we? Should we just we, do we it? We'll go onto the shuttle. Should yeah, we do we'll, it? We'll Let's go just for do it. it. Let's do it. The I'm excited. Buses. I'm Let's excited. The shuttle buses. <laughs> oh, it, no, it just no. That's the, the biggest gripe with everybody. I asked the guys on the WhatsApp group. I said, "I'm going to go talk on a podcast. Do you want me to ask any questions, or what do you want to say about Melbourne Hall and the experience in general?" And it was the shuttle buses. <laughs> well, okay. Well, how long was uh, how were they supposed to run before you rant about them? Were they supposed to be like every hour, both ways, or? I think it was every no? half an hour. I believe. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't the running of them that was the problem. They didn't ever have to wait that long for one, which okay. wasn't really an issue. Um, but they would wait there until the, the buses were uh, full enough. And um, some days, right. if you notice, it was quite warm. Yeah. So we were spending half an hour sat on a bus waiting for it to actually do a thing and move. Um, <laughs> but it was waiting because obviously they only run one every half an hour. They wanted to make sure it was kind of worth that one journey, I guess to get as many people on to it to head up to the arena. So the waiting on one was not fun. And then obviously the Thursday, people were still arriving. So it actually took us 45 minutes, I think, to get from our campsite to the main arena on the first day mm. on the shuttle bus. That's which ridiculous. is 10 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah, you're and you sat there like, hmm, You weren't allowed to walked. walk either. <laughs> yeah. you, weren't, you weren't allowed to walk, were you? Absolutely not allowed to walk. Walking was right. prohibited. It was not safe. Um, it was on a main road. So, uh, yeah, country lanes and all that stuff. Mm, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw anybody walking up lanes and things. I definitely did going back and forth on the shuttle bus. Um, people were putting themselves in a little bit of danger uh, by walking up there, and it, it wasn't that safe. But, you know. I heard a yeah. similar story, just going off a similar story at um, for Blue Rock, Blue Rock Ridge, but Blue Ridge Rock Festival. In America, they had shuttle buses from the campsites, and people were walking like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and they were actually being turned away and being told to walk back to get the shuttle bus. And they was like, "What's the point? Like, I'm here now. Why didn't you just let me in?" I wonder that if that would have happened. I don't think so. I don't think it was very well regulated. To be fair, I think you could have just yeah. had a little wander down. I think a few people from the WhatsApp group had said that they'd wandered down into Melbourne. So obviously, that's still a five-six minute walk away from our camp. 
yeah. I think. I didn't do it. So I'm just making this up as I go. Um, <laughs> we cooked the majority of our food at the camp, um, got a shuttle bus. Um, and then obviously, yeah, we got dropped off west at entrance. <clears throat> so by black okay. and blue, yellow there. Yeah. The, the, the transport hub. So where all the buses come in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's where we got dropped off. Um, most of the time at the bottom of the hill. And then we have that one glorious time that the bus driver was feeling very lovely and would actually drive up the top of the hill and drop us at the top, which was great. Nice. We applauded him for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, getting basically had the same amount of walk then for the people that were staying in black, blue or yellow. Yeah, it would have been nice if they could have done that every time then. That would have saved yeah. the walk. Yeah, yeah. but no, yeah. not every time. There's probably <laughs> a good maybe 20 minute walk from there as well. Yeah, so you've waited, say... That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. You've waited half an hour for a shuttle bus, say. So you've got on that shuttle bus. The shuttle bus is then stuck in traffic for 45 minutes. Mm. You get there, then you get off, and then you have to walk, do the walk, same walk. Jesus. Is yeah. everyone else? Yeah, that's quite, that's long. That's long considering yeah. that if people in purple can see where you guys are camping, that's really, really long. Yeah. 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 Maybe, um, maybe it's a different one. I don't know. I could be wrong. Could you see normal camping from where you were? Yeah, so okay. I could see as you come into the transport hub, you've got, um, I think, a little bit of RIP on the right hand side as right. you go up. Was that, that's as you start going into the arena, though, isn't it? Yeah, mm. but from where you were camped. Oh, where, God, where now, we can see, now we can see anything. Okay, so it must be now, a different house, I think. Yeah, couldn't see anything. Yeah, it, it, I mean, lots of trees in the grounds themselves. So it was quite nice. Yeah, like I said, camps are absolutely amazing. Shuttle buses. The other yeah. problem with them, uh, stopping at 12 o'clock at night. Yes, that is a problem. <laughs> Definitely. If you want problem. to go to the village or to the doghouse, you can't. Because <laughs> no. most yeah. of the headline bands finish at 11. Yeah, round there. Right. Uh, you have to make sure you get back to the entrance as well, back to the West Car Park. Yeah. Oh, man. So no village I didn't even see the doghouse this year really even no, glimpse way. it that Didn't sucks see it. yeah oh man okay that yeah. is crazy actually considering you're 10 minutes away like yeah. you've, re yeah. you've really got to get back for those shuttle buses so actually uh, um and again the big gripe having to leave headline sets halfway through just to get back in time to get a shuttle bus back oh, to camp God. Otherwise, you're kind of stranded. WhatsApp group came in absolute handy for a couple of people who wanted to catch like DJ sets and stuff in, in the village. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they all rallied and actually got taxis together, which was brilliant. Nice. Um, but yeah, having to leave sets, uh, I was really, really excited to see and try and, oh, just one more song, just one more song. And then having to leave because, you know, you've got to get that goddamn shuttle bus. Yeah. Oh, man, that's literally sucks. Like yeah. what the hell? That is crazy. Like what? I suppose yeah. that's the, that's the crux. Like it was a really nice place that you stayed in, and I'm sure you got some good shut eye as well. But the crux of it is the transport's so bad that it actually affects you enjoying the actual festival. <laughs> like even if you don't yeah. count the partying bit as a bit of the festival, if you're leaving a headliner to go to a place which is download have approved you to camp at that is no good yeah so uh yeah shuttle buses <laughs> that's probably yeah. not even the end of it you know um 
you obviously had to get one in time that it wasn't so cramped that you had to wait for the next one. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. waiting in lines for shuttle buses. The whole transport hub was on that west side car park. So it's not only us waiting for buses, it's hundreds and hundreds of people waiting to get transport places, you know. Oh, yeah, um, so you kind of had to leave early enough just to sort of beat the crowd a little bit. Madness. Yeah, not for me. I was going to say, not yeah. for me. I'd rather yeah. have that walk on the Wednesday. At and first, the Sunday. you were really selling it, but th- this bit yeah. has thrown me right but just, off now. Just, just that, just that. Um, not being able to go back to your tent, just if you need to, you know, having to get a shuttle bus back to having to do the walk back from the arena, back to the transport hub to get a shuttle bus back to camp to do whatever you need to do back at camp if you just wanted to have a quick drink or what have you. Um, or afternoon nap. Or a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In my case. And then having to get the shuttle bus back to do that walk again, back to the arena. Um, we tried it once, uh, but ended up missing, uh, what band did we miss? Punk Rock Factory. We ended up missing uh, because obviously it was um, Thursday night, Metallica, not Metallica. Thursday was it? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday yeah. was Metallica. It Thursday yeah. was Metallica. Um Stranger Things was the no, it wasn't. Everyone took it as Stranger Things was the theme, was the fancy dress, but it wasn't, was it? It was up, upside down. Was that the theme? Upside down, I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone took that as Stranger Things, obviously, and so did I, because I love it. Um, <laughs> me and my partner dressed up in full Scoops Ahoy attire. Nice. But <laughs> obviously, didn't want to do that throughout the whole day, so we were like, right, we'll, we'll go in the morning. We'll try this little shuttle bus experiment we got going on. Go back to camp, get changed into our outfits, and then go back. But yeah, it didn't work, and we did miss one of the bands that we did want to see. So oh. it is kind of when you go in, you're kind of in. There's no going back. You, you, you're in for the day. Um, yeah. There's there is no nipping back to your tent for a nap. There, you're, you're in the arena all day, and of course, again, everybody knows how bloody hot it was. Yeah, um, yeah all day with n- not being able to go back and have a chill or a little sleep. Feeling dips. How how are you with the heat? Are you a hater or are you good in the heat? Or are you like me where I'm like... (laughs) I'm okay to a certain point. um, But again, I'm in my mid-30s, so I'm I'm a sensible person. I can't drink alcohol when it's hot. (laughs) Um, Water. um, I'm a sad old lady and have a little USB fan that I carry around with me um, and a cooling (laughs) towel as well. So you just put it under water, wrap it around your shoulders and it like cools you down. None of instantly. that is sad. That all sounds pretty, <laughs> pretty good so, to me. That that setup saved my ass through Lorna Shore with the dust cloud. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah my crazy. little trio I had of my, my fan, my water, and my cooling towel saved me. <laughs> <laughs> so very happy about that. But yeah, once nice. you're in the arena from Melbourne Hall, you're, you're kind of having to stay there unless you do have a big chunk in the middle of your bands that you do have a little bit of a break and you have got that that time but mm. like adam said earlier i usually do go off and and see a lot of bands i do like to do that that's what i do um i like to cram in as much as i can get my money's worth especially paying the uh, r.i.p melbourne hall prices <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair, that's fair enough yeah so uh yeah that, that's a problem if people do do want to go back but other than that i think um the general consensus was showers and toilets fantastic so proper flushing toilets with little sinks in with water that actually comes out of them beneath them wow nice. yeah wow okay um plenty nice. for all of us showers as well not really much of a cue because showers in the morning always warm they said fantastic always clean again staff did a proper job in keeping everything clean and tidy not one speck of rubbish on the field 
once everyone left either. Nice. Which is oh, another good thing. Yeah, they do yeah. have recycling bins right at the top. Um, and so yes, there's mountains. So there's mountains <laughs> of uh, rubbish around these recycling bins, but it's in the right area. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. fields are lovely and clean and uh, well looked after and lovely. So, yeah. Nice. I don't know what else there is to talk about here. Is there anything else you guys had any thought on? Uh, well, we do have a couple of questions from. Um, so I put it into the Discord and said, "Has anybody got anybody uh, any questions for Hannah about Holcomb House?" Um, <laughs> Holcomb House. I was, I was wrong. I said I did say Holcomb House in the thing. So uh, you did. Yes. If you if you read that in the Discord, I was wrong uh, massively. I don't. We did have a chat. I don't know why I said that. Um, I, well, I said it right because I thought I was right. I guess, but. Um, Melbourne House, Melbourne Hall, Hall. <laughs> Melbourne Hall. That's the one I got there in the end. Um, so yeah, we do have a couple of questions from the Discord. I don't think there's anything else I can think of. I'm probably going to forget it. So, uh, what? Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to forget it once we do these questions. So, I'm going to ask now: if you had the choice to go normal RIP next year or Melbourne Hall, you wanted Hall, to say Holcomb House, didn't you? <laughs> I could see it. You wanted to. Uh, say. Which one? Which one do you go for? So. I have already booked Sleepy Hollow for next year. Uh, no. And I was one of those jammy bastards that got it at the really, really early bird price of £615. Ooh. Awesome. I know. Wow, I'm very proud nice. of myself. Okay. <laughs> Especially after last year and uh, only one ticket at a time and it just we, we couldn't do it. Um, yeah, that's a good we point. We got on it. Yeah. They yeah. allowed more than one this was, year. Uh, yeah, I've never actually read about whether they did that or not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, course. yeah. No let you check out with more than one ticket this year so i managed to get me and my partner our tickets for next year back in sleepy hollow where we belong back on nice. site take the shuttle bus out of the equation yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that is that is basically what rip is um apart from a goodie bag which you also do get in rip which plenty of people yeah. were a little bit fucked off about in um, melbourne hall because again it was sold as a rip package and they thought there should be some sort of thing yeah so you didn't oh, get one no. Oh. <laughs> uh, first year as well, you thought maybe like a little thing, memento or something to say, you know, first yeah. year. Uh, no. Or the big thing, uh, which we haven't actually mentioned, you may, be, may have seen Johnny Vegas at some point because he's the person who actually owns Melbourne Hall. Yeah, I didn't see him. Yeah, no, yeah, didn't see him. Didn't um, see him. But, but yeah, it, no, it, that's but... usually the first thing you say. Like, oh, Melbourne Hall, owned by Johnny Vegas. But uh, yeah, didn't bring yeah, it up he was... <laughs> today. He wasn't there. Didn't see no. him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, he it's his land. I don't know. Does he own the actual Melbourne Hall bit of the hall? I don't know. I don't know. Was it just the no ground? <laughs> no. I think it's something but that they... people just heard through the grapevine and everyone was like, <laughs> oh, okay. We're not quite sure yeah. which bit. He owns some bit. Something. He owns something. Some. Yeah. <laughs> some but there something. were options to rent like little weird boats and things like that that you could camp in. So it was rock retreat at melbourne hall but then you obviously chose to pitch next to your tent or there was already like pre-pitched options so kind of like you know crew huts and things like that that you you get in rip but more random so yeah like a a boat (laughs) (laughs) yeah or i think one of them was honestly to god think one of them was like a snail a big snail so something made out of a big snail that you could actually stick going stay inside what the hell is going no, on, know. man? <laughs> so they were all owned by Johnny Vegas, I think. It sounds like really cool, way. though. Like I, I really, really want to do RIP, but we've just been so skint the last couple of years. But eventually, 
I will do RIP, like definitely. Do it. Honestly, yeah. you need to do it. Yeah. I, I won't go do. back. I won't ever go back. And that's what everyone says. That's what everyone says now. Everyone's like, no, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm never going to go back to normal camping. I've got my RIP experience. Oh, and I think that's the problem with Melbourne Hall is that I'd previously already stayed in Sleepy Hollow. So it's kind of mm. like a little bit tarnished by the yeah. fact that I'd already stayed in the same thing, but on site the year before. Yeah. And like you said, with, you, you know, it's far but you can still walk to it and yeah. you don't have you can stay out you can stay out in the village you don't have to leave sets blah 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 so yeah, yeah it makes much more sense i can understand Definitely. why you've booked it again now <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh speaking of leaving sets another another thing that i thought about uh as you, as we were going through it as well were you interested in all of the headliners did you have to leave all of them against your will or was there some that you wanted to stay for longer or some that you weren't bothered about yeah, so definitely bring me, because um, like you said, Adam, mm. they they bloody stole down there, didn't they, really? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> again, same as you. Not really the, the biggest, biggest fan going in either, um, but it was. It was the show. It was the show. It was yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, and then the more that Ollie sort of sung, the more songs I recognised. Um, it, it was the show that went with it. Amazing. So, yes, very, very gutted to have to leave that one. Um, me and my partner were walking down back from the arena. We can still hear it going on, um, still singing all the way down, um, which is lovely. Had a little uh, moment there, so that was glorious. Um, other than that, Slipknot, again, a little bit annoyed we had to leave mm. halfway through that. Um, and Metallica were on twice, so didn't matter really, did it? If yeah. I'm going to miss thought, one half, I could one. see the second half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got a full gig out of them. I got a combined set out of the two <laughs> to make yeah. the one. Uh, so that wasn't too much of a problem. Okay, good. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, having to leave, you're like, well, but they're going to play this song next. And you're waiting for that one song that you've been waiting for the whole set. Yeah. And you have to call it quits and leave. Mm. That's like soul destroying. Gutted. Slipknot played Custer after I left. Yeah. Just right off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That killed me off. Um, so yeah. I'm not selling it very well. Please, guys, honestly, <laughs> Melbourne Hall is fantastic. Like It really is. It's general camping. If, if you've never had an RIP experience before, oh, you want to try it, not for the money, unless um, they do the dynamic pricing on that. I don't even know if that's been released, has it? No has idea, Melbourne no. Hall been released this year again? No, or... no idea. I, wouldn't have th I don't think they would do those until the actual general tickets no. go on sale, I would have thought. Because they didn't release them until later when they went out. Yeah. Either. Yeah. That was halfway through as well, wasn't it? They announced this rock retreat later on down the line. So maybe they'll do it again yeah. next year. I don't know. I don't know whether it was to accommodate the extra people that they'd sold the tickets to. Who knows? Yeah. What, because it was oversold? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, there it is. There yeah. it is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I, it was very close to selling out, wasn't it? Or, you know, it was, it was, I'm not sure if it was after it sold out. Um yeah, it, it did announce a lot of things very late. Like also the um, camping plus as well. That came out quite late. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. Be I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, to see how it yeah, goes. What they do for next year, definitely. I should. I should be on on the ticket sites checking all these things. I was a good host. I would, and I'd have all the information for you all. But I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I don't. Um, cool. Uh, should, do shall we do move? No, I like that. I liked that. Do shall we move Do on? Do shall we? Yes. Um, should we go on to the the questions from the Discord? 
Or do you want to talk about shuttle buses again? God, no, I'm done on the shuttle buses. <laughs> the return trip of the shuttle buses. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame. Like you said that it was obviously the first year of it happening, so no one knew what was going on. Apparently, Download didn't know what was going on either. But they should have. They should have. Yeah, should have made it a bit better, you know, a bit, you know, just take half a bus, it's fine. You don't have to wait for people. But on the plus side, because it was the first year, people actually didn't know our access either, which was um, quite interesting at times. Mm. Didn't know what? Our access. Yeah. Because it was the first year, they had no idea what the wristbands looked like. So oh. apparently people, again, I didn't do it, I'm a good girl, I promise. But people yeah. were um, just weaving their bands about and like, getting into our actual RIP or... You know, a couple of people said they went to Park Farm and uh, had a, a pint there. And it's just like, you're not allowed there. <laughs> <laughs> but they were going. Um, nice. Guest areas, things like that. They were just going. Eh, Do you know what? Normally, right, if you look like you're supposed to be there and you just go like that, you're in. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> All you've got to do is just look like you're supposed to be there. There you go. Well, yeah, you're I mean, in. there was probably like nine different types of bands this year. Mm. <laughs> well, one of the ways I found out what my guest area band, my, yeah, my guest, um, what's it called? Uh, weekend guest was. I saw a sheet of paper near the entrance and it had all the different bands on it saying what you could do. So I just they're looking at that because nobody told, nobody told me. I bet they had it there so they knew what the bands did. Yeah. Just remind well, themselves. Well, they, <laughs> weren't, to let they, they weren't very informative to the actually to the people on what they could do. No. So, yeah, no one knew. So, so that was the only thing, you know, trying to get out to get a, a, oh, the fucking word shuttle bus again. Last time I'm going to use it. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, the, the, you know, trying to get out to go back to the transport hub to get a shuttle bus. We were denied access like three times. They were like, no, you don't go this way. And they were like pointing us towards Black Camp. Like, I'm not fucking going in there. Really? No offense to anyone in Black. Oh my God, I love Black. Black was back in the days 2006, 7, 8. Black, usually. Um, but no. They were trying to direct us round through that way. And I'm like, no, no, mm. I know where we've got to go. They, they, yeah, they yeah. didn't have a clue what to do with us. Us uh, newbies, our year one, they're our little babies. They didn't know where <laughs> to place us. So yeah. they kind of let us just go feral. So, yeah, we were like <laughs> people going into RIP guest areas, just nice. waving their bands about. Yeah. Awesome. Can you uh, actually, can, can you send me a, do you have a picture of your, of your band? Yes. Can you send me a picture of it so I can see what it is? Yeah. I'll probably put it out on, on put it in Discord and out on yeah, um, I think social media. I can uh, send you yeah. pictures of Melbourne Hall, the actual campsite and stuff like that as well. I don't know if you oh, just, so you're be... interested or you guys want to see what the setup's like. Um, yeah. I can send you all that as well if you like. That sounds awesome. Yeah, nice one. But sorry Thank to you. keep interrupting you. You're trying to uh, do the we, questions. <laughs> we, you know what we're like. I do. I do. It's fine. <laughs> um, Okay, yeah, so we have had a couple of questions, I believe, maybe a couple more since um, since putting this out. Where are we? Looking, let's find it. Um, I know one, got a couple of questions. Um, <clears throat> so I know uh, one sort of, in, um, the, yeah, the first one from James does ask about food, which you've touched upon, but you might want to add, you know, might have thought about a couple more bits you might want to add on. But um, otherwise, uh, I'm sure you've read these already, have you? I haven't. I actually just. Oh, said, you haven't. Ah. No, I said I wanted awesome. to be surprised, so I could surprised. ask. Okay. Uh, yeah. Awesome. I... Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> I like that. Um, so yeah, first question from James from the Discord. Uh, he says, "I'd love to know if they felt a bit distant, a, a bit distant from the festival, in terms of not being able to come and go to the village and arena, etc., <laughs> <laughs> or if it was nice to have that degree of separation from the maelstrom." And second part of the question also. What were the food and vendor options like there? Did they have some kind of merch stand there? 
maybe something exclusive like in RIP? Okay, well, I can answer that last little bit first. Um, they did. Um, but however, I do, and a lot of people did share the same opinion. Um, I think they forgot about us a little bit and then went down to the local printers, uh, to the local t-shirt printing business and then um, just stuck, stuck rock retreat on the front <laughs> of a t-shirt <laughs> and on the front of a cup. Um, and that was basically all you had the option of buying. Um, yeah. And ridiculously priced. By the third day, they'd actually almost sort of t- t- taken seventy five percent off of the price just to try and shift the shit. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so if yeah, you but, have, or if you haven't, if anybody else has got any pictures of, of that as well, that'd be awesome to see. Of the merch, yeah. Yeah. I don't think many people. I don't think anybody in the WhatsApp group or anything. Um, yeah. I, yeah, at all. So, again, I I think, you know, teething problems, yeah, perhaps first year. It's something they were trialling. Overall, great job. Just lacking the finer details of something that is technically was kind of sold as an RIP thing. But that is tiny, tiniest little gripe of an amazing experience overall. Um, Other than that, um, feeling separated from everybody. Yep, (laughs) I think we covered that enough, Mm. you know not being able to socialize or catch up or it is the village and the doghouse and things like that that is what is part of the experience or most of the experience is having that stupid little dance to venga boys at like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> totally definitely it's yeah. part of it you know um but yeah i missed it and we were very very separated mm. um what was the other part of the question i don't know i've forgotten um about food uh food, food. vendors um, yeah. yeah so you had your tea room that you had to walk to um coffee place um apparently again being an rip i take everything myself so i take my own coffee and tea and yeah proper kitted out with everything um so yeah, that's because you don't have to carry it that's why that exactly why yeah. exactly why when you don't have to carry things <laughs> oh man it makes i would load that go, car up with so much oh i'll stuff. just i'll just take that or i'll just take that because you don't have to go oh, fuck i'm really gonna have to carry this a couple yeah. of miles that's you awesome. know so i do pack pack extra things but that does include proper tea proper coffee mm. um barbecue so the majority of the time we will barbecue bacon in the morning have bacon sandwiches at the camp um, it's it's mainly <laughs> spending so much money on the ticket for uh, download. It's uh, skimping on the food mm. there, so we tend to do a lot of it ourselves. Adam, you um, love a, you love a bacon uh, in the morning, don't you? At download, I do. Yeah, I bought way too much bacon one one of the days this year. He always is cooks that even it. a real thing? He always cooks it and never never gives me any. Never saves me any. Never. How two years you? it's been now. <laughs> I don't think you were there. Two years. Sure, I gave you one last year. No bacon. One but, one uh, rasher. <laughs> yeah, here we go. There you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah uh, I can't around. really comment too much on the vendors, um, but a couple of people did say it, the coffee was just instant coffee in a cup, which again, some people might quite like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but when you're paying, I think £3.50 for it, maybe mm. not. Um, uh, what the general consensus was that there should be some sort of on-site um, little shop or something. Um, so yeah, you got the co-op in the village, but in RIP, yeah. they do actually have like a little dude with his little stall that sells like essentials um we could have really done with that because uh, there was no way i was getting a bag of ice from the co-op back on the shuttle bus back to the yeah, camp no, before no in that heat no <laughs> it way. wasn't gonna happen yeah uh, so yeah, that's I mean, the other just, thing so just imagine you want to get a crate of beer as well that's a long way to go with a crate of beer it know? was so hot in our camp that i 
obviously everybody knows, but my one of my cans exploded inside my tent. Did it? Yeah. I, I remember hearing that happened at wow. Bloodstock a lot last year. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the photo of the can with the top. It looks like someone's actually gone round with like a tin opener and opened it. It just like exploded. Jeez. Oh, inside yeah. The like tent. The tent. yeah <laughs> inside the tent. Oh, I heard so, of, yeah. everything dried off quite quickly. Adam, like you yeah. said, I heard about your bloodstock last year because it was so hot, like loads of people, stuff just exploding in their tents. Yeah. But I never heard about about that download this year. So that's crazy. Yeah. I'll send you the photo of my can. It, it's yeah. just like the, I was absolutely godsmacked. I was like, oh, no, it's hot, but seriously, <laughs> can blowing hot <laughs> is a new level of heat. Um, yeah. And then I made the stupid decision to buy, go into the Download Mega Store and buy a um, Download Dog Candle, which in really hot weather is probably the worst fucking purchase you can have. Oh, <laughs> no. I got him home in one piece, though. He's fine. Okay, I left, no. Again, keep the parking next to your tent underneath yeah. the car. Keeps everything oh. lovely and cold. So if you want cold drinks. Oh, yeah. Classic move. Ah. Classic move. Yeah. Well done. So you put your cans under your car. Yeah where it's lovely and cold um and yeah you've got lovely cold drinks and a nice uh candle that isn't all mushed up into a big pole of mac- uh, wax it's just nice. uh, still download dog shaped so that's yeah, brilliant yeah. yeah i've not heard anybody <laughs> say about doing that before that's so awesome. i think yeah i think that was all the questions all the questions yeah from, um james next question for, was from Stu, our very own Stu. was it on the same grounds as the outlandish campers i don't know what that means that might mean something to you was it essentially a campsite where you'd pitch your own tent on the grounds of Holcomb House? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Stu. It's I spreading. love you into that trap. People are going to be going on and going, where are the Holcomb House tickets, man? Yeah. Where are these things? What's this, What's this other place? <laughs> Does that mean, he, uh, was it just a free-for-all, essentially? Like, you just rock up and they just go, yeah, here's a, here's a field, have fun. Just like, what, General Camp or... Uh, I that... think it's a similar question to what I asked earlier uh, about because um, one of the R I the normal R I P um, is just a campsite for the rest of the year, so they've got like the pub there, oh, the brick pub. So yeah, I think maybe that's what he means by that. I don't know about the outlandish campers. Anybody? Anybody know? <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that means. No, we were out. We were outlanded. I guess we were outlandish yeah. in a way of you know being outcast. <laughs> to a degree <laughs> but that's yeah don't know if i can um, answer that one Soz. <laughs> yeah no um i think it's basically the same question um it pro- i think i have heard that it is used um for the rest of the year uh just rented out by johnny vegas i assume or whether somebody else owns it owns that part of it um but yeah like the the, the little huts and everything like the the boat that you said about and the snail thing i'd imagine that's part of a campsite that you can go to at any mm. time, any part of the year. But that's oh, just a gl- guess. Glamping, I guess, to a degree. Yeah. So rent out these little weird things and, uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the, that's, the, that's the questions we had. Um, I only put them out about an hour before we started, so uh, that's all we had. Two two questions. It sounds like that's about it. Is there anything else you can think of? Did I cover everything? People? I don't know. I think you have. It seems like Yeah. It. The rest yeah. of it is just general the experience of this year and yeah you know that kind yeah. of jazz but i mean yeah it where, was where does, amazing um, where does this year rank in out of your five downloads how high does this i one would go? say it was probably somewhere in the middle to be fair last year you can't beat last year for me just from having that big old chunk that i did have to coming back in that fashion straight yeah. into sleepy hollow r.i.p um going with a couple of my best friends 
just made it, you know. So this year, I kind of have to put lower than that just by default anyway. Yeah. Um, the fact that our friends this year didn't get tickets again because of the just releasing one thing, um, they weren't as dedicated as me about going. So they ended up booking a holiday instead. But I'm like, yeah. no, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking download. This is my, <laughs> this is my holiday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd say probably about second or third. But again, with that 14 year gap in the middle, um, I can't remember quite a lot. <laughs> was it? Was uh, so talking about last? So talking about last year, because obviously so much has changed since the last time you went. Was it a bit of a shock yes. about how the sites moved? over and like everything's just different now i bet you were like probably didn't even feel like the same festival apart from when you were in the arena completely different yeah absolutely completely different so the oh my god the first year i swear they one year did they put it on the racetrack with the under the dunlop um things yeah the big, the, like tires yes that was 2007 yeah so would have been there yeah i remember obviously it being there um so that was hard standing um, which was great because that's where all the stalls and stuff was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, right on the track. Yeah. Oh, see, I can remember a little bit more than I thought. Mm. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, like I said to you, Adam, uh, just go in to see the bands. You know, that's what I go to download to do. Um, mm-hmm. I try and cram in as much as I possibly can just because you've paid a price um, and I want to see the music. That's what I'm there for. Yeah. Fair. But I would also like to be there for the good times. But obviously, this year well, there was no good times because I couldn't go to the village. So um, yeah, it's got to be that happy medium. No, say no, no good, good times. times. Well, <laughs> limited a little bit more on my capacity to have a good time. I think um, having that constant worry of shit, we we've got to go pretty sharpish. Yeah, uh, yeah. Constantly being on your mind, watching Slipknot, and ha- constantly having that fuck. I got to leave pretty soon uh, just to get a shot of bus back. It's, it sucks a little. <laughs> But it, you know, it can't dampen your experience. You, you know, you make it what you want it to be at the end yeah. of the day. Um, yes, it was hot, but be sensible. Um, so, yeah, I know there's been a lot of complaints about, oh, you know, it was just too hot. But, you know, if you have a cool towel like me, like the sad old lady I am. <laughs> and a USB <laughs> and, fan. And a USB fan. And not, and not, I couldn't drink alcohol. I just can't. Like, I would just pass out if I even attempted. And again, I am in my mid-30s. And of the older generation of mid thirties, not the ones that still are down with the kids and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the the crocheting, knitting, old granny, cool towel, USB fan, kind of granny. <laughs> well, there was a lot of other people like that there, so you were fine. You're with your crew. I was, there, I was, so all good. I was yeah. fitting yeah. right in there. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. good. <laughs> oh, and I packed cooling spray as well. That's glorious. Oh. Cooling spray is okay. a thing. It's just cold in a can cold in a can <laughs> like, you know like um you know like is it deep heat but they do like a cold one yeah yeah right it's, it's kind of like that but just water and it makes you cool so when it got really really hot just like get your can out have a quick nice. spray cool you down pretty quick you done yeah. well because that's one thing i did not think of when i got there i was like I've brought no cooling solutions with me anything. at all. Like, I, haven't, I didn't bring a fan. Like I didn't bring anything. And I was like, what a, What was I thinking? I should have done all of these things. So you've done well. So one of the guys bought a squirty bottle um, from the tattoo studio that he works in nice. uh, that they use just to squirt bactine or, you know, disinfectant around. Um, took that in empty um, and just filled that up with water. Just having a lovely old water fight while we we're in the arena. It was glorious. Nice. Nice. 
Good yeah, so that, that saved us on a few occasions. Yeah. Apart from when you're actually trying to concentrate, you don't realise and you're getting squirted in the back of the head. <laughs> Bit scary. But... <laughs> I don't think I've even heard of cooling spray since about 2007. I think the first person I knew to ever, well, the first time I ever knew it existed was, I think one of our friends, Michaela, brought it yeah. to download. And I was like, what is that? And it was cooling spray. And now I, this is the first, so it's like almost 20 years later. It's the first time I'm hearing it again, or the second nice. time I'm hearing about it. It's back. Well, there you go, because we've known each other pretty much identical time to when you used to hang about with Michaela. And... Yeah. So, yeah, that's mad. There you go. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> Memories, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was going to say, uh, you, you said about earlier about um, wanting to go to, to actually see the band. And yeah, and, and I think when, when I was of the mindset that we hadn't actually been... Um, sort of together or with or, or with the same group after i said that i then remembered so i I'd sort of come out of my tent all groggy in the morning and you're just stood there ready to go to the arena already like <laughs> you've got that memory just flash back right now of me yeah pro- probably yeah. every morning probably most mornings like yeah <laughs> like, nice how are you going there already yeah so <laughs> even this year we were even with the shuttle bus scenario you know in the arena for 12 ish every day pretty much if we could nice. <laughs> Yeah, nice. very happy to have catched some of those uh, early, early bands because um, I would have hated to miss out on some of those. Um, especially, I just want to say, um, Polaris um, lost their guitarist um, quite recently, um, mm. very, very suddenly after Download. Um, so catching Polaris at Download was one of my highlights personally um, and sending all love and regards to family. And, you know, they're still going. They're still continuing their tour um, and stuff like that. And fair play on them. That can't be easy to do. Um, oh, yeah. But they've, you know, they've they've yeah. got they've got what he wanted. He would want them to have carried on. I think so. I think they're doing it in his honor, his memory, and um, yeah, they should be proud of themselves. They did a really good job at download. We would um, have watched them because um, my yeah. friend Harry's a huge Polaris fan. But I think Anti Saint were on at the same time, weren't they? Ad. I have no yeah, idea. I think oh, they were. so you guys were Anti Saint. Yeah, we yeah, were Anti Saint. Polaris. Yeah. 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 So yeah, a few a few early bands that um, we managed to catch, and, and that was one of the ones i was happy about catching so that's why i get up early and go to the arena um yeah you know I, yeah i try and catch as much as i can but on the, on the same side of it it's catching the stuff that i didn't necessarily really want to catch like three bands being cut off on the uh the second stage so uh yeah was it cats yeah. bats got cut off yeah uh, elvana so yeah. Elvis front yeah. into Nirvana band. Yeah, Elvis, yeah, they definitely got. I yeah. was annoyed. I was like, they're about to go into the last song, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh. they got cut off. Um, and oh, then okay. my my lovely lovely boys of Dinosaur Pileup, um, bless them, didn't get cut off, but didn't start. I think there was technical problems or sound issues, um, and obviously there was sound issues on that stage. I mm. think again, going back to what you said about the wind and them having to have sort of speakers coming out a little bit more just to, to stop that sound from carrying yeah they need some towers on that stage they, they, they needed to because yeah, uh, the, the sound on the uh, second stage was um a little bit here and mm. there um you know some bands i saw on that stage were absolutely glorious so straight from the path were on that stage they did a great great job um avatar as well managed mm. to catch avatar um missed them yeah <laughs> they did good uh, but yeah, Dinosaur Pilot uh, not being able to start and then only uh, only being able to play four songs kind of sucked a little. Yeah, um, sucks. Yeah, I saw them at Trees. They yeah. were amazing. So it's kind of they're so they good at Trees. So I saw them at saw them at Trees last year. Yeah. Um, trees is another festival that is just glorious and 
yeah, 100%. <laughs> that we love. Yeah. Love that festival. Yeah, it's a good one. Awesome. Uh, well, we should probably start to um, wind it down there. Uh, before that, though, Hannah, do, do you have uh, a sort of a favorite memory from this? What was your best bit about this year's download? Best bit? Hmm, you, the so many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course I do. Um, either bring me, if, you, if we're talking band experiences, or being photographed by the guy that did the uh, Humans of Download. So Danny North. Oh, really? Yeah, so he approached me and my partner uh, and asked if we would like to be part of the Humans of Download. So, so did you, is, your awesome. picture, is your picture anywhere then? It isn't because he did it on the Sunday, which was the final day. Um, oh. So we were like, yeah, we're going to be on the big screens between all the adverts and all that jazz. Um, it was on the Sunday and obviously he must have taken a lot and had to edit, you know, the ones that obviously would look the best or... You know, yeah. were the best photographs of that day or what have you. But I uh, messaged him after download um, and he was kind enough to send me the photos over. So nice. it was on my Instagram, <laughs> the picture that he took, which was just amazing just to be picked out and, and actually spoken to um, was was lovely. Um, that was a really, really sort of great experience. You know, not something that happens every day, is it? No. No. Yeah. So, awesome. uh, you know, that, that was amazing. And I'm really happy that we got asked to do that so yes <laughs> that was probably my highlight if not probably bring me for the show mm. musically can i go that far can i say who the best band musically Ooh, was say whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> you're the star of this show at I the don't moment. Know. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. um i just love stray from the path i'm really sorry <laughs> i just do i love the guys from stray um the the drummer uh craig has his own podcast uh called the downbeat um which is really really good he does interviews with other people yeah um i've got the downbeat tattoo yeah i'm that no, sad wow <laughs> okay Wowza. yeah i've got a sticker gram tattoo uh i love the guys from stray i love craig i love everything that they do i love their message um political you know i just love them every time i see them it's just great they get the crowd going um yeah they were on the second stage but that didn't really matter um and they're on quite early i think but it nice. didn't matter other than that, stage show, Electrical Boy, we're okay. Once you got into the tent, that, that is. Yeah, yeah, I heard When you, when you got in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've had a lot of people complaining that they should have been on a bigger stage, but they actually wanted to be on that stage because of the, the lights, the, the stage oh, show. Okay. It wouldn't have been so present out, because again, they were no. on in the middle of the day. Yeah. yeah. They're not on pitch black at night where all these like laser beams and all this fun stuff going on is going to really have that bigger impact on the crowd. Um, so I believe it has been said that they actually did ask to be put on in an indoor. It makes sense. Setting. Yeah. So yeah, the the stage show for that was great too. But yeah, they were my highlights. And seeing everybody and saying hello and everyone that came and commented on, you know, tattoos or you know whatever mutual interests. You know, girls leaving like cute little messages inside the like portalies and stuff like that. Little things mm. that like nice. people wouldn't think about or, or just even like hilarious ones. Just going into a portal and having a little hilarious message inside your door just made the day. <laughs> I quite nice. like a, a portal message. <laughs> awesome. Okay, yeah, I think so. We, we are going to have to wind it down here. I, I'd love to carry on talking for a long time. I, I've probably said that for all of the interviews we've had on this episode. Um, but we have to stop somewhere. So, um, Hannah, thank you so, so much for coming on. It's been really cool having you on and having a chat with you. 
you are very welcome thank you (laughs) thank you you very much yeah thanks for coming and uh and yeah hopefully people have got a bit of an insight of uh, what it would be like to go next year to um do you know what? I'm going to cut out every time we say Holcomb House. No, 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 no you, can't. you can't. You say you're, I, I, you're not allowed. I, I can't do that anyway because uh, we're, we're all recording this. It's all going to be one audio. Anyway, um, yes, thank you so much uh, for coming on. It's been awesome. Uh, do you want? Do you want to give any shout outs to anyone before we we say goodbye? Oh, me? Shout outs? Yeah. Oh, shout outs. We do shout outs. And then, um, and then plug plug anything. Yeah, do you want, want to promote anything? Plug Say anything. hello to anyone. Yeah, I don't have any plugs or anything. I don't, well, I plugged uh, the downbeat already, so there you go. Yeah, I plugged that. Uh, I plugged the WhatsApp group also. Apparently, um, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There's my shout outs. Everybody that I came across at download that was kind enough to say hello. Um, the guys of the WhatsApp group that I did uh, meet. Um, some of you didn't. I am a little bit of an anxious ball of mess, so I do tend to walk around with my eyes stuck to the floor the majority of the time. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, sorry that I didn't say hello to you guys, but hopefully there's next year and we'll meet up and we'll have a little... We were the first year of uh, Melbourne Hall or Holcomb House. <laughs> <laughs> Run a union. In the, in yeah. the hoodies, Melbourne oh, Hall God. of 23. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone staying in uh, Sleepy Hollow next year, um, if you see a... Flag. I'm hoping to get a flag done for our camp next year. So if you see a, a flag that just says Camp William on it, that's camp us. <laughs> uh, come and say hello. We're friendly people. We like to chat. Everyone's welcome. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and Hannah, it's been a pleasure. Um, we have to say bye now. Thank you very much for coming on. Bye. Thank you. And that's the three, the three interviews. And yeah, that was three really cool chats with four really cool people yeah thoroughly enjoyed the combos man very very good very enlightening in different ways so yeah awesome really good glad we did it yeah definitely and um we will try and have all, well we'll have all of them back on if uh, if they want to come back on i think i'm pretty sure we said we'll have anti-saint on again um and yeah Stu, we had to cut a bit cut short a little bit i think i, I felt so bad having to cut it off where we did nah fuck him mate <laughs> fuck him <laughs> I think it was, it was a really cool chat, what it was, but I think we had a bit of technical issues at the beginning, didn't we? So, And then we had Anti-Saint yeah. on at a specific time, so we had to basically say, right, that's it for this this chat, I'm afraid, Stu. Um, but yeah, we did, we did say as well to Stu, we'll have you back on, absolutely. Definitely. And that's it for this episode. Um, thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate each and every one of you that listened, to, even just to one episode, but I'm, I know most of you listen to more than one and most of you have listened to multiple episodes which is absolutely amazing next next episode i think is gonna be a pre-bloodstock episode yes possibly yeah um we'll work on that we're definitely doing a, a bloodstock episode after download not after, after download, download. <laughs> oh dear after holford house oh um after bloodstock <laughs> even right I'm 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 with it. I'm I'm in the room. <laughs> He's in the room. We have to say a massive thank you to our patrons, as always, the absolute legends they are, and that's James Harrison, Alexander Toon, Jacob, Dean Delicado, George Butler, and Christopher Hambridge. And I believe I think I think I said I was going to share George's TikTok because he ta- he keeps tagging us, and I don't think I put it in the last episode. I only realised a couple of days ago. 
Um, so it will definitely be in the episode notes Disgraceful. for this one. I do apologize. Good. I do apologize, George. And thank you for all the messages you've been sending me recently. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I've actually gotten to listen to Saliva. All, all oh. of my talking about Saliva. And he said to me, oh, I'll come back and listen Wowza. to loads of it. So, yeah. Awesome. Good. Um, but yeah, all of you absolute legends. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really do appreciate it. If anybody else wants to become a Patreon, we have we have two tiers at the moment, both both support tiers, uh, a £3 tier and a £5 tier. For £3, we will say a massive heartfelt thank you in the next episode. For £5, we'll say a massive heartfelt thank you to you in every episode. Um, and every single penny we get goes back into the podcast. And I know I said I was going to have some merch ready for this episode. It's been a little bit delayed, uh, but hopefully, hopefully next episode. Uh, it's going to be very, very soon. I'll tell you that. Um, I do apologize, but yeah, we'll be very, very soon. If you don't want to become a Patreon, the best thing you can do is just tell your friends about us um, or leave us a review on whatever app you're using, whatever website you're using, if you can leave reviews. Or if, if you're using Spotify, you can actually go up to the top of our page and it's got a little star, a star rating. You can give us only five nice. stars, please. Um, but we're about 52, 52 star ratings now, which is great for a small a, you know, relatively small podcast you know all the awesome. big people who are already famous before doing podcasts they got loads but uh the, the small people like us we we are doing really really well so thank you to everybody who's already done that really appreciate that only 69 percent of you have uh starred us no 69 percent of you haven't starred us uh but yeah no <laughs> like i was saying do all the good things you can i'm sure you've heard lots of people say all these kind of things uh, telling your friends about us is the best form of advertisement that you can do, as long as it's in a good way, you know, in a positive way. Don't go over and say, Adam and Simon are fuckers, because uh, that, won't, that won't help us. But um, I'm, it's not gonna help. I'm rambling. It may be true, but <laughs> may, it, it won't help. It may be true. <laughs> no. But yeah, loads and loads of other things you can find in the episode notes. You can find our social medias, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, I believe, is in there. You can find Simon's YouTube. We'll have another word about that in a second from you, Simon. What else can you find there? The Patreon uh, email address. We haven't said this for a while, but we'd love to hear from any and all of you about anything you want. Uh, I was thinking today we could do like a Q&A episode, not a whole episode, but yeah, just saying like, what questions do you have for us? Ask us yeah, anything. Definitely. I mean, I'm sure we could turn a Q&A into an entire episode because I'm sure we'll go off on tons of tangents yeah. so again something we will definitely do in the future yeah awesome but yeah well simon did you want to talk about your youtube a little bit more i've got two things to talk about quickly i i love plugging my own stuff <laughs> on my own show um <laughs> <laughs> what an arsehole what an absolute arsehole um yes as you well know uh, i do a youtube if some of you don't know that please come and subscribe um because we've mentioned 69 and that's how many percentage of you don't subscribe to the channel so um, if you could do that, I'd really appreciate it. And I bring a Friday uh, video out every Friday and they're really good. And the Bloodstock vlog, I am looking forward to because it's always a mental way to end the year. So obviously a couple of weeks till that one's out. Uh, and yeah, the Nine Lives single uh, under my uh, electronic alter ego Mercury Night will be out on the 25th of August. So uh, I think in the next episode, I'll put a, get Adam to put a pre-save link into the episode so everyone can pre-save it for when it comes out and all that sort of stuff but yeah that's it from me but thank you very much to everyone listening as always love you all on the discord 
um, <laughs> and uh, love everyone for listening. So thank you very much. Awesome. Um, I still don't know what pre-saving is or does. Um, what's the benefit? I basically just say so it, on Spotify because I mean, it will be on everything. It will be on Apple and everything. But that I only know from Spotify experience. Um, if you click it, it goes into your music, like into your sort of saved library. Yeah. Um, so they already have it, and it notifies you as well. So when they open the app for the first time when the single's out, it will say straight to the front of it. It will say, hey, this new Mercury Night signal see, single's out. You've pre-saved it. Do you like to listen to it? Okay. Obviously, that's free. It won't cost anyone any money because it's Spotify. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's cool. I, I yeah. remember Anti-Saint putting out, when, when they put out Paradise, uh, well, we were mm. downloaded, they put out a link to pre-save it, and I was going to. Uh, and I was, and it went to a website, and it said to log into my Spotify on this website, and I was like, "Well, I trust Anti Saint, but I don't really want to do that." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, yes, pre-save it. Yeah, well, we'll put we'll put the link in the next episode. Yeah, I don't have the pre-save link quite yet, but we will by the next episode. So, awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. It's a goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs>